That cold case you're listening to? Nasty stuff. But you know what else is a crime? Missing even a moment of whatever you're doing to go on a drink run. Luckily, there's Drizzly, the number one app for alcohol delivery. With Drizzly, you can compare prices on the biggest selection of beer, wine, and spirits, then get them delivered in under 60 minutes. So download the Drizzly app or go to drizzly.com. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y.com today. This is your captain speaking from the flight deck with your co-pilots, Luke and Russ Condon. My name is Mike Shu, and we appreciate you flying with Long May Yu Young Airlines. We realize you have a choice in air travel, and we appreciate that you chose us. Unfortunately, I've got a hard luck story for you due to the weight of the world. We're probably going to experience a violent side of the flight and possibly landing on water. Though there's only been one successful water landing in the history of aviation, uh, this one doesn't look good. In fact, I think we're fucked. So, uh, the, uh, the bar's open. You want to start drinking? No charge, because you're going to be dead in about 15 minutes anyway. So, good luck. Remember, there is a uh, flight uh, preserver under your seat in case of a water landing, but you're not going to need that. Your head's probably going to get sheared off once we hit the water and the plane crumbles up like a beer can. In fact, I've had about a 12 pack because I've known this was gonna happen for the last hour. So thanks for flying, long may you young airlines. We hope you uh, enjoy your trip wherever your destination may take you. Flight attendants, cross check, prepare for landing. I think you should start this episode by playing, looking for a leader. No. Just the you gotta play Bob Young's song. Why? Bob Young's song. Because Trump lost. Woohoo! Not officially yet. Yeah, not official. <laughs> sure, okay. Listen, there's widespread voter fraud. Mm-hmm. I saw the videos. You know, people committing vo- voter fraud but still doing it on camera? You know how that works? Right. You know when you're going to commit voter fraud, like a serious offense? You know how you do it so people can zoom in with their phones and see you're doing it? You know, like right. anything. Did you say boater fraud? Yes. You know what is funny? A friend of mine went to vote, and he saw the guy in front of him put his ballot in, and he voted for Trump, but he used a check mark instead of filling in the fucking dot. Oh, no, so it's not going to count it, right? I think it'll count. I don't know. I don't know. Just to completely fill in the dot. It doesn't fucking matter anyway. <clears throat> I'm glad that's over with. Now we got two months of Trump dismantling the entire executive branch and leaving nothing but a fucking shitty, trashed frat house for Joe Biden to move into. Over under yeah, on him his, trying to Mr. start. McConnell's still going to be there, so nothing's going to fucking change anyway. Over under on him trying to start a nuclear war so Ooh. he can Trump. <laughs> oh yeah, probably. Over under though. Um, over. All right, I'll take the under. Okay, I don't even want to fucking participate in this. It's too real. It's only funny it if it real. doesn't happen. Right. Yes, exactly. But Nuclear it, war is only funny if it doesn't happen. Right. Thanks, Luke. But if it does, I'm coming for that 20 bucks. Okay. <laughs> 
Well, how about we try these uh, HD waters? Oh, I yes. Made. Russ was in charge of drinks tonight. Landing on water themed drinks. Can you explain what the hell these things are? It's called HD water. Why? Hippie dream on water. <laughs> oh, so, also, so are we supposed to freebase these drinks like David Crosby? <laughs> yes. Okay. Also, well, no, they're blue because water. There's a little cube on top because it landed on the water. <laughs> And uh, wow. it's also blue for hippie shit. So what? What's in it? Blue for hippie shit. What's the water? Bl- meaning sparkling raspberry lime water. Okay. Gin. Will gin. Okay. Why did I just sound like Will Arnett when I gin said? gin? Hey guy, gin. <laughs> and some blue and some curacao. Blue, yeah, however you fucking say that. One. I always say it wrong. I always call it. It's curacao. curacao. Yeah. Is it curacao? Yeah. They're well, called they're called uh, illusions, not tricks. Tricks are something a hooker does. I will say, Ru- <laughs> I will say, R- Russ being in charge of drinks meant him coming over and going into my liquor cabinet. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm moving, so I don't have any money. Yeah, that's All okay, right. man. You're you're in the middle of chaos. I understand what moving is yeah, like. It's fucking. I hate it's it. It's so expensive. It sucks. And like really stressful yeah but very I'm like, stressful i'm really excited and i'm yeah it's good yeah but it's also like i'll it's yeah i'm pretty stressed out right all right let's try, try yeah let's let's uh, let's, let's drink one of these landing on these water beverages. hd it's called hd water okay. cheers okay. mine's gross you're drinking mine it, it looks like uh looks like windex oh boy it really does kind of smells like it too kind of a lemony pledge windex it's not as bad as i thought it was gonna be yeah I think it is the perfect representation of the album we're going to talk about. It has potential, but it's horrible. Um, no, it's it's I, thin and tasteless. Mm-hmm. See, me being the alcoholic and glutton for punishment, I am. Yeah, I have a different opinion. I think that this is the perfect representation because at first sip, I'm like, ah, eh, not for me. And then the more I drink it, the more I'm like, maybe this is for me. And I really enjoy it. Well, there's something wrong with you. I wish it was like that. Then you should just call it Kool Aid. Call it Jonestown. Tra- you know Kool- what? We'll call it Jonestown Kool Aid. You guys might think that. I don't know. I, I I'm drinking the Kool Aid on this episode or on this on this it's one. Not, ooh, that's not good at all. But it, it's perfect for this album. Mm-hmm. It is. It's really bad. Like the taste is is almost. It's actually better with each sip. It's kind of it's no no offense, Russ. It has a cleaning product. Kind yeah. of edge to it. Yeah, it's gross. Which is very much like this album. So I think you did an outstanding job. Thank you. I think you did probably the best job at doing so far between me and Luke. I did the best job at, at finding a cocktail that best represents the album well, we're talking the about. The cocktail is supposed to be delicious while tastefully nodding to the... It's supposed to make the thing more bearable. And I think, Russ, I actually kind of like this drink. No, you kind of like this fucking album, don't you? I do. I actually really like this album. You've been drinking all day? No, I haven't. I had one drink. And first of all, if I like this album, then fucking that's what I like. All right? You fucking pieces of shit. I hated this album when I first listened to it. Hated it. Before this podcast, when my my buddy Tony brought it over, he's like, you like Neil Young, right? And he brought brought it over, and I gave it a first listen, and I'm like, this sucks. I hated it so bad. I'm drinking more of this so I can take the fucking <laughs> bullshit that's coming out of your mouth. And then we did the Make It Stop podcast, mm-hmm. so I had to listen to this prematurely again, and I was like, yeah. ah, I actually don't mind it as much. I don't hate it yeah. as much, but I still hate it. What if we made a tie-dye? It's yeah. going to turn it purple. It's, it's going to be... It's, 
It's going to be like Pennsylvania. Russ is adding, um, what is that? He's adding a little grenadine, grenadine. to it. Grenadine. Yeah, give me, top me off a little grenadine. Oh, yeah. Now, see what that looks like? Look, look, That's look at that. Cool. That's kind of cool, right? So, Russ has layered this. The grenadine has gone to the bottom. So, there's a blue, like a blue layer on top, a Windex blue layer. And just under that, it's kind of a ruby red. And it's beautiful. Yeah, let me taste it. So, then on this listen, no, still bad, but it looks awesome. On this listen, like this time around this week, we hopped back to it. And I'm going to say, I'm going to blame it mostly on the past three or four albums. But I really dug this album this time around. It was refreshing. I liked I liked the way Neil played. I liked that you could hear guitar in it this time. Refreshing what? This is so much worse than Old Ways. I think it's way better than Old oh, Ways. God, I think it's dude. miles above trans in no, like no, a whole, I think trans is level. No. This is the worst up to this. Point. Trans is way, way trans better, is better than, than this. this for sure. Strong disagree. No, the mm. production in this is the worst fucking shit I've ever heard, and nope. I wish that I had listened more before we interviewed <laughs> fucking Cooch. Are we talking about that now? Yeah, we interviewed Whatever, Danny Korchmar. Yeah, yeah the, so Danny Korchmar uh, helped produce this record, and he is the guy responsible for those three gigantic Don Henley albums in the eighties. Massively uh, successful. Yeah, massively successful. And Can't Stand pretty Still. Pretty good albums. Building the Perfect Beast and End of the Innocence. Oh, so that's why you like this album, because you think those are pretty good albums. I, to be honest, I don't know them as albums. I know the singles off of them. Okay. Anyway, they were huge. They were yeah. gigantic. And so they were, and Don Henley also on Geffen Records. And Neil said, all right, let me release Old Ways, and then I'll make a real rock record with a real producer. And I think they tapped Danny Korchmar to try to do something with Neil Young, like he did with Don Henley. Yeah. And it failed miserably. See, I, I disagree. What do you like about it? Do you I, like these electronic I, wait, drums? Wait, I like the wait, songwriting. Wait. The songwriting's fine. What? Wait. What? Hit the fucking intro yeah, if go we're going to talk I, about I the record. You guys need to control your violence side, all right? Fuck your violent side. That's a drop for me now, by the way. This is our Neil Young podcast where we mostly talk out of our ass while going through the works of Mr. Young. It's Mike Shue and the Condon Boys. Yes, it's the only uh, podcast about Neil Young where you'll, where you'll find a fucking person who actually likes landing on water. Uh, we're part of the Pantheon Podcast Network, and it's uh, me, Mike Shue, and Luke and Russ Condon from the band Town Meeting, and we have a problem with Neil Young. We just can't stop fucking talking about him. We have a Neil Young problem, and we have a problem with Neil Young, and Neil Young's got a problem. Yeah, he's got a problem. And Luke's going to have a big problem I'm not going to have a problem at all. Yeah. I, listen. You might have a problem in a second, though, Shoot, You just fucking slugged you know what? the rest really of that, HD, that the, um, HD water. The grenadine at the bottom exactly. made it taste really sweet, and it was, it was really good. I think I good. put too much sparkling water in it. I think, um, it's just, yeah, it's I think just... it should just be gin, blue curacao, and grenadine. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. 
Okay, we could try that. All next. right. I think you'd still need to have a splash of water. Well, yeah, I guess. Yeah. I thought we were gonna do the um the great yeah the great the, goose thing that you said the, the, the Sully thing. Yeah. The, you, you, got, you ever see the movie Sully? For it. No, and I Tom didn't Hanks see it, but played, I, saw, um, I saw the clip you sent us. Yeah, yeah. so like they made the he's in this bar and they this Michael Rappaport's the bartender and he made a drink and he's like hey, it's. It's a shot of Grey Goose because that's why the plane was going down because it hit a bunch of geese. Mm-hmm. And then and a splash of water, huh? Listen, <laughs> I feel like I'm already coming at this from a tough angle because we've talked about this album so much already. And at the, Well, my, my, yeah, I, I feel like I've spent an inordinate amount of time yeah. Precious moments of my life with this album because we did the Make It Stop Bad and Music podcast. And that was podcast. like three hours of talking about this album. Yeah. I didn't do that podcast, so I hadn't listened to right. this album. And so you didn't a waste as much of your as much of right. your life on it as like I have. Yeah, and I feel terrible, and that's time <laughs> I, I could have spent you. with my child. <laughs> You know, or improving my life, or learning this a new, the, a you new really, skill. I know you, you both really, have said it. You really think this is better you, yeah. than trans? Yes. I know. I mean, no, no, okay. no, no, no. No, I worse. think trans is better, way better than this. Opposite. That's what I meant. You think this is worse than trans? Yes. Really? Abs- absolutely. I know both of you have said it before with with other albums up to this point. This is the first time I'm saying I will not go back to this record ever. I probably oh. won't. I probably won't go back to it. But I'd go back to this before old ways. I'd go w- before everybody's rocking up, and trains. No, no, but that does not burp well. <laughs> Whew, that's terrible. That's a, that's a drop right there yeah. too. That's terrible. That does not burp. Oh well. my god. <laughs> that's awful. We should like maybe I don't know get into stuff right away. What do you think? Well, we gotta. T- I, I gotta read Social these five star stuff. reviews real quick. Yeah, yeah. Read those. There's All like right. a ton of Facebook stuff. We got three new reviews. This album really brings out the best and worst in, in the youngsters. All right. Um, <laughs> on Wednesday, last Wednesday, we got a review from Zachy Farms. His uh, review is titled "All the Best Cowboys Have Chinese Eyes." Five oh, star review. Oh boy. He says, "I'm only partway through the Old Ways episode, but so far you guys have completely missed this golden opportunity." I don't know what that means. And also, did you ever listen to the version of Cortez with the extra lines at the end? I didn't know that existed. I didn't think that existed anywhere. I don't know what he's talking about. Remember Cortez faded? About. Yeah. Because something happened or so, uh, in, at the, in the studio, right? So they yeah, had to there fade was a out. whole extra. But I think there was a lot a, more lines. There was a bootleg going around or something. Oh, I haven't heard a, it. Then. A live version of that. I would be very curious. You mean with extra that. verses and shit? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I haven't heard that. Uh, well, I'm going to look for that now. Um, well, read the rest of the reviews. Don't go and look for the... Uh, youngster Ricky, hashtag Youngster Ricky, says, You saved me again this week. I've been, a sa- I've been a fan since the first episode, but special thanks for the clever banter and laughs this week, particularly a real oasis in a, the long wait for results that felt like 400 years, not four days. Oh, geez. I never found a way to listen to old ways, but for most of the clips you played in the discussion, seems like I didn't miss much. Anyway, keep up the insight wherever you are pulling them from, uh, riffing and never taking yourselves too seriously. It's all great fun. Um, and then, thanks, Ricky. Nick Ander Hoey uh, says, great show. Amazing interview with Nils. Dude, I think Neil will talk to you guys. You're that worthy. And then he writes, start living again. Forget about remembering. Is that from a song? Yeah. Which one? Uh, I don't remember, but I know it is. 
It's definitely a lyric. You're googling it. Mm-hmm. You googling. Luke's googling everybody. Luke's at the Luke's at the Guggenheim. <laughs> Jesus, you like that? <laughs> Way to riff while I'm doing something. Yeah, else. I was like, okay, what should I do here? Thank you. <laughs> I'm just bummed I couldn't dress up for this episode. I'm really bummed. Even though this is a fucking podcast, I don't know why I care. <laughs> I don't think it's lyrics from anything, Russ. It might just be his motto. Whose? This guy, guy who left the review. No, I've definitely heard that. It's definitely a lyric. Well, I couldn't find it, so. Well, read the next one. Was there not one more? No, that's it. Just three that's new it. ones. I got stuff from uh, from Reddit, the Neil Young subreddit, if you want to get involved, from uh, Absolutely Elsewhere. Had a brief listen, but there's so much irrelevant chat to get through. Sorry. <laughs> I love those. I'm starting to love those more and more. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, we've stated this before. We don't want this to be kind of like a dry academic music podcast. There's a lot of those out there. And I enjoy a lot of those too because I like learning about the history of thing of music and when things were happening and yeah. facts and things like that. I find that very interesting. But at the same time, it can get a little dry. I think so we we you know, I think what we're trying to do is, you know, we're just like three guys who love Neil Young and like to drink while we're talking about Neil Young. And we think that we're so awesome that we should be recording it for other people to listen to. So it's just like, yeah. And we realized no one else had done this, so we fucking did it. And also, we don't need to defend ourselves to this guy. Fuck you. Start your own Neil Young podcast. He's not listening anymore. We're not That's telling people point. that yeah. we're done doing that. Yeah, he's already he already apologized for not listening anymore. Um, one of the things I'm enjoying about this podcast, says Zuma15, is revisiting, or in many cases, hearing for the first time many of these albums. Even the bad ones, like Old Ways, have songs like My Boy, which I think are outstanding. I'm even weirdly excited to listen to Landing on Water now. Mm-hmm. Whenever we can weirdly excite someone, <laughs> I think that's a good thing. I think we're weirdly exciting. Yeah, we are weirdly exciting. You don't know what you're missing there uh, absolutely everywhere. Um, Mike, you posted the album cover and asked yeah. for people's thoughts. And yeah. there's a lot. I'm not going to read them all. Well, can I just do the Instagram ones quickly before you get into yeah, the ahead. Facebook stuff? Because there's a lot of Facebook stuff. I also posted the album cover and just did one of those thought things on Instagram where it was like thoughts and I, I put L O W thoughts. Um, Mike shoe. I don't know who the fuck that is. Mike shoe <laughs> rock responded to your question sticker with low point L O W all caps. That was, that was a, we got the first one we got there landing on water point. Yeah. That was a riff on. Yeah, I know. Okay. It was good. I enjoyed Just checking. It. Yeah. Uh, the new Aquarian, said incredibly underrated very somber and heartfelt record mm. just kidding thank you the new aquarian for your response uh matt ptbo clearly captain sully wasn't piloting this water landing <laughs> hashtag no survivors <laughs> that's ridiculous <laughs> eric that's underscore wallen um terrible drum sounds but the guitar work on some of the tracks are pretty good slash erotic eric that's why you don't like it. The drums. <laughs> there, it's hor- yeah. I'll get to that later. But R O G H underscore Vanity Pages said better than people say. Doesn't have the full N Y magic, but prefer it to life. O W T N F Y. Awful cover. Um, and then he also said this mix 
is a bit the mix is a bit off for 2020 ears. I'd love to hear it remixed. The drums are insane. I don't think it would make a difference. What does T? Which one is TNFY? He said prefer it to Life OW, which I would assume is Old What's, Ways, and then no. TNFY. Well, Life is the album after this. I one. know that. Okay. And then he said OW, right? Old Ways, and then TNFY. What is that? Everybody, everybody knows this. <laughs> this is Yoware. Jesus, let's move on from that. Yeah, not sure. <laughs> not sure what stuff. that one is. Well, I'm not going to read all the Facebook. There's a lot of uh, just summarize that whole big long conversation well, between like those three guys. Well, which so awesome. so everyone cool. had an opinion. And they realized they like knew each it other. Seems or like the majority of the, the opinion sided with you guys, but there were some people who felt a little different, such as, such as my boy John Locke. Said, the more I listen to it, the more I like it. This is Neil being Neil, not caring what people think and making a record based on whatever trend he's into at that moment. I respect the hell out of that. Um, and then someone completely agreed. Doesn't with mean that. it's good. I respect the hell out of him for doing it, especially after Old Ways and saying he's going to dedicate his life to country music and everything. And then making up some story that he woke up in the middle of the night hearing huge drums and massive guitar and everything like that. Uh, listen, just because he's Neil and he likes to swing that pendulum and go to extremes doesn't mean it's fucking good. Um, oh, I forgot some shit. I, I'm not going to go back to again. It. I'm not going to read all this, but uh, yeah, don't. Yeah. But I do want to just give a quick shout out to um, Scott Parks, who uh, just said, I think it was Mike who said I should make my own 80s Neil podcast. While it's not a whole series and I'm nowhere near as good as Mike and the Condon Boys, I did record an episode on 80s Neil for Rockin' the Suburbs. Thought this group might enjoy it. That's a good podcast. Rockin' the Suburbs, yeah. So yeah. people should check that out. He does a whole yeah. thing on Neil Young in the 80s. Really? I'm, yeah, I'm going to listen to that tomorrow. Is he one of those guys? I'm assuming. I think he is. I read yeah. through the He's from that. Rockin' the Suburbs? I yeah. I think so. Because I, I read through that whole comment Get the thread. fuck out of here. That's a good podcast. The comment yeah. thread was really cool because then like... Who was the other guy? It's kind guy? of a romantic story. Yeah, it was Him like a, rom- it was like a Kurt, rom-com. Kurt it was like a Neil Young like, rom-com. Hey, we have some mutual friends. And then like... Yeah. yeah. Who was the other guy? Scott was, Parks was, was a man guy? who did a podcast. <laughs> what was the other guy? On Kurt there? Gallagher found Kurt, out they had there mutual was friends. There was a, one more. James Hagney? Yeah, ha- James Hagney. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what happens when these worlds yeah. collide? <laughs> Just some Peter Gabriel song. Sleepless <laughs> in the Golden State. <laughs> A golden state. I want to go. Speaking of golden state, I want to go to when landing on water lands in your heart. (laughs) In a world where Neil Young brings two people together, it's the unlikely story of two. Watch the sparks fly. Yeah. Um, Landing on water. Speaking of old, back to old ways. Sarah Lynn Slynn, an infamous memester of of a youngster. She said about Old Ways episode, uh, this is the best episode so far. Laughed out loud through half of it. I love this album, but I'm a sucker for a good fiddle and banjo tune, and my dad has a Jew's harp and has always called it that. Ah, there we go. Yeah, I think we covered that. And Vinyl Junkie said, can't wait to hear next week's episode on Landing on Water. It's an unpopular opinion, I know, but I really dig it. I agree that the production kind of sucks, but the songs are there, in my opinion. Also, (laughs) excuse me, Final Junkie 74 said, great episode, guys. I love the Sam Elliott interludes. So fucking funny. And then... Larso Lawson 
said, there should be theme interludes from now on. Landing on water equals flight announcements. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> this is fucking, this is Captain Neil speaking. I took over the other guy. He sucked. So, anyway, I know fucking Larso brought up the idea of doing this whole thing where we do, a, you know, an, an intro or, or whatever, and uh, that's a fucking hippie dream, because it's not going to happen every episode. It's happening now, so take it while you can get it, but, uh, you know, don't be a drifter and, and expect all... Uh, this whole pun thing's falling apart. This whole fucking thing's pa- falling apart, and uh, we're about to go into... You're going to hear us do this shit anyway. But, uh, so there you go, Lars. So you got your way once, but fucking don't expect it every time, bud. Uh, anyway, here's some more shit. Oh, my God. <laughs> Please don't. This I don't want to do this that. This is your captain speaking. It's already going to take This is so your captain long. speaking. It's already going to take so long to put this. This is Captain Neil. I've laid down some track for my model train to run down the aisle. Please don't step on it. You know what? That's actually a great fucking idea. We're doing that. <laughs> Buckle in your fucking seatbelts and, you know, whatever. Have your have your fucking drinks that taste like bleach. <laughs> a blue bleach. Hey, <laughs> hey, Sully, look out for that bird. That's a, t- that's a titty bird. Look, a bird. This is your Captain Neil speaking. If if Boogie Boy was on that Sully Trump flight, he lost. never would have <laughs> hit, hit the goose. Trump lost, and I'm fucking psyched, but I liked Reagan, so I don't know what the fuck that's all about. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. I got one more thing from uh, from Reddit. Um, this is from uh, High Heeled Shoes. It says, "Yo, Mike, looking for some local squirt." Jesus, this is a. They have two liter bottles at Market Basket in Oxford. So what? I'm going down there tomorrow. I got the day off. I'm gonna see if I can stock up. Yeah, you're trying to meet Thanks. up with you're trying to meet up with High Heels or whoever the fuck that is. I'm looking for some local squirt. Yeah. 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 Some local squirt. He's looking for some local squirt. <laughs> oh, that's great. All right. Let's well, get, let's let's, let's talk it. about landing on water. Okay. Again, for some of us. First, and, first uh, time. First time. Long just, time. First time. <laughs> first time landing on water time. <laughs> this is this is just. Um, I feel like I've, I've really <laughs> wasted a lot of time on this fucking record, and um, again, I pro- even though I really like the song "Pressure." It's taken me 30 years to however long since this album's come out to actually like one song on this album. Hmm. I don't think I'll ever go back to it. It's just... You know how you felt about Everybody's Rockin'? Yeah. Where you were like kind of like tired and yep. depressed? And that's sort of how I feel after this one. See, that's so funny to me. I just got, dude, I got so sick of those electronic drums and that mm-hmm. production. Well, you're a I was, drummer. I was like, and that fake bass. The only thing that it, yeah, the fake bass, I wrote that down. I really don't like, understand I why. I couldn't handle the fake fucking keyboard of bass All anymore. the bass players he's worked with, he couldn't have called yeah. somebody. Get a real fucking bass you know? in there, dude. My theory on that is that he didn't have, he, Geffen was holding back money, and I think that he didn't he want to go million, over budget. Like, come on. He can afford a fucking bass player. Uh, no, but they were back. They well, were why? back because he spent so much money on old ways. They were back in good. This was the like after all that dust off after the dust. Right. Had settled. This was yeah. To me, this was part of the settlement. Yeah. Like he was going to make a rock record with a real producer and stuff like that. And but at the same time, he renegotiated his deal, so he wasn't getting a million dollars an album anymore. He was getting half of that. Right. And so I think this is like him thinking that with technology and the lower budget, I can make a hit album. 
I Maybe. still love technology. <laughs> let me let me not as much as you used to. I feel see. like I've said this a million times. Again, I hated it at, at the beginning, and then when we did Make It Stop, I liked it a little bit more, but not even close to as much as I do now. When we went from reactor to trans, mm-hmm. I hated trans. I still hate trans. I think it's it was too jarring of a drop. And then trans to everybody's rock and to old ways, they were just too wild extremes. Right. I feel even when he would switch things, he never did anything like that. At least in my opinion, up to this point, I get he's like he went from like uh, harvest to what was time that? fades time away. Fades away. I get that right, he made yeah. like these, but they've always been pretty like solidly Neil. For the most part, these were like jarring transitions. Right. So this one, to me, again, I don't think it's fair to say that the, any of this isn't Neil, though. I'm not saying, and, and it's easy for us to be shitty, fucking <laughs> dumbasses who don't really know what the fuck we're talking about, and be like, "This sucks." I'm not saying because it we're sucks not, at all. We're not Neil Young, right? You know? well, yeah, so but what? you're saying we're entitled you're to saying, our opinion. Yeah, so what? Yeah, I know this I'm podcast isn't we, about kissing Neil Young's. No, ass. it's not yes. about kissing Neil Young's ass, and I'm not kissing Neil Young's ass. But I just, I think it's. You know, let's not become really shitty critics who are, who just are like, you know, what right do we have really to say anything about anything? So let's just, I don't know. It's oh, called then the, just it's let's called shut the, the fucking mics. First Amendment. Let's the, yeah, shut let's, the mics that's off my and point. go home. Let's Why are we even off. fucking doing let's this? Let's do it. Just because we weren't fucking involved. Yeah. And also, no, we're com- you're, we're consumers of music. No, because I'm a music I consumer I and like, I have a right to. Yeah, you're the one who's been shitting on this one from this. the beginning. I'm the one. I'm the one with the. I know I recognize I'm the outsider here, but to me this was more Neil than the past three albums combined. This was the most Neil to me. Like I'll give you that. Why? Because How? he wasn't putting on an act. Like I said in that last episode, he was more concerned about the act yes. than he was the music. He was more concerned about making a country album, country or instead a of an album, yeah. or a rockabilly album, or an electronic album. He was more concerned about getting the style right. So and getting was, the fucking then, songs then right. Then what was this one about? This, was this just, one was about trying to make a hit album using every part of technology and production of the time that was successful. But so I then feel how like, is that Neil? Because, Doesn't sound like Neil to me. Neil's you, never been about fucking making hits. What are you talking about? Neil doesn't want to make a hit record. Absolutely, but he did. He, he did in this what do you case. Mean, of course he does. That's not Neil. Neil does what the fuck he feels. That's, and that's, it, we, we're saying the same thing. Then how, I don't understand how this is Neil. And, I'm, and, and I don't see, understand how it's not Neil. That's, what the, that's the point I was trying to make originally, is that saying things like, this is Neil and this isn't Neil. I, just, I didn't say I, this I, is I and this isn't. I said this is the most Neil Young But again, to me that, that doesn't been. make sense to me. Okay. What I'm trying to say is I feel like he's trying to, to make... I just think there's a counter argument for anything that you say, oh, well, I think he's being the most Neil right now. But you could say that about... You guys brought up... Yeah, trans or old you've ways also said that or, so many times. Yeah, I probably did. I'm just saying I I don't like saying it anymore because I think it's like the guy's an artist and he's doing what he wants okay, to well, do. I like, don't know. How, I don't know. It how doesn't mean it's it. all good. No, this I'm album not saying sucks. It's good. Yeah, I agree. You know, everything but, he touches isn't fucking gold, especially this album and a lot of the right. shit he did. I'm not in the saying 80s. that it's all gold. They're all Neil Young albums. They're all Neil Young albums. Yes, this one I felt his heart a little more. I felt like his heart was more in this than it was in the past three combined, in my opinion. Yeah, I felt like he wasn't putting on an act. Yes. And maybe mm. his heart was in trans a little bit now that I know all this stuff going I, on with yeah, his Yeah, I would say trans seems more heartfelt to me. 
to me, this one, I felt I felt Neil coming through more in this than I did in Trans and Old Ways and Everybody's Rocking. Combined. My, my personal opinion, this album spoke to me more, and the more I listened to it, the more I enjoyed it, the more I liked the lyrics, the more I liked... I don't. I didn't even hate the production. I know that's super weird, and people See, that's, are gonna that's, shit all over that's me. That's part of the reason why, like when I've been listening to it lately, I've been getting angry. Really? Yeah. It's kind of like I'm, I'm the same. It's kind of like I'm that's a prisoner. I'm coming at into this hot. You know, you guys if are I was coming in hot. if I was a prisoner, like, or if I was running Guantanamo, yeah, I would use this album yeah. to make fucking people talk. It'd be like I turn it up all the way and play it twenty four hours a like, day uh, and torture them with it until they told me where the fucking Ayatollah slept. It'd be like in okay, uh, Mike. It'd be like in Clockwork Orange, except, except right. the eyes propped open. You'd right. have to it's, have your you'd have, ears. You'd have like you'd have headphones you'd be like blasted in, like locked you know, to your head. Yeah, epoxied to your ears. Oh, you dude. couldn't take them off. They'd be sewn into your skin. Yeah. This is how I would torture people. I use this album to torture people. I with. can't believe I'm on the defending side of this album. This it, is so weird to me. I almost feel like you're the one that's acting. Because you just no, decide. You I, just all the, Every time she and I are like, nope. Actually, I, I kind of like this one. Coming, uh, well, the, he, he was. you were like that about some other album, too. About or, liking know? this when you guys didn't like it? Yeah, wasn't. What or, no, no, no. I'm no, sorry. Was it me. was the opposite. Yeah. It was Comes a Time. Yeah, I didn't and you're like, like I didn't you're really like, like you know, I, I didn't, I don't think this is. A I'm great not gonna. Album. The yeah. thing with this podcast, I love Neil Young. I'm not gonna. Yeah, we I, all do. But oh, do really? <laughs> but I'm, I'm not gonna act. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna tell it like it is. I didn't really enjoy the last three albums. I'm starting, and this one, like I said, I didn't like it at all at first. But going through the Neil timeline that we have, it made me like this way more than let, I ever thought. Let me I would. ask you a question. Go ahead. How do you feel about the music in Rocky IV? There, there are parts of that in this. Okay. How do you feel about the music in Rocky IV? There are parts of it that I appreciate. Okay, but how do you feel about having Bill Conti for the first three and then no Bill Conti in Rocky IV? Not the same. And is it yeah, awful? Rocky IV is not the same, but there are okay. parts of Rocky IV that I That's why I fucking hate this album, because it's the same thing to me. That's fine. This is the Rocky IV soundtrack of the Rocky series, but this is there the are some songs in this. No, no, you know what this is? This is the Grease Two soundtrack. <laughs> no, no, I know what Russ is saying because there's one song in particular that literally belongs in the whole montage where Stallone throws his fucking yeah, it's helmet. Touched, it's touched the night. Yeah, it, but there are there are like weird nostalgic things about Rocky Four that I like, but it's context. I don't like Rocky Four as much because I love Rocky One through Three so much. Rocky no, came Rocky out. Rocky Four came out the year before this record, so I blame Rocky Four on this record. Well, just blame it, all the albums that came out in this time period. <laughs> yeah, I can't tell you right now. Everything you heard on the radio when this album came out uh-huh. has the similar production. Yeah, everything was electronic. Really? Everything the was bass electronic. And everything. Yeah, the drums. everything, especially the drums, the cars. Which some of this sounds like. I think they're just so like... I, if you I, listen to the Cars Heartbeat City album, the one with Drive on it and Magic, and you might think those hits... But they're still playing No, the drums are all electronic on that album. Yeah. David someone Robinson was, did not hit one drum on that like album. Like an acoustic drum. None, someone w- yeah. none someone we know was just talking about the Cars. Oh, it was my best friend's girlfriend. Very good, well played, sir. Uh huh. Thanks. But yeah, this is so. This is repre- This is very representative of what you would hear. The production, not this music, but the production sound. Yeah. 
you know, and as yeah, I mentioned earlier, Don Henley had those three gigantic albums that were huge hits. Mm-hmm. The Phil Collins albums, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of the a lot of the English pop that was coming out then, the Thompson Twins and fucking Human League, and all that shit. It all had this similar production to it. Everything was electronic because it was the '80s. All this new technology was coming out. Computers were advancing by leaps and bounds very so quickly. Why did so, you get so mad at me when I said I hated '80s music? <laughs> what are you talking about? Remember, it wasn't. We got in a fight. Well, in the because last, it wasn't all a, like a this. You were saying there's ago. no music. No good music came out of the '80s, and I'm like, what the fuck? There's tons of good music that came out of the '80s. You shit all over the '80s. Yeah, yeah. I, I you think come in '80s hot music. You didn't even live through you the '80s. You come in hot on the '80s. I just think the 80s music is just the worst of all the decades, of all the all You haven't the dug deep enough. It's, there's a, there was tons of good music that came out in the 80s. Probably from artists who started in the 70s. Not really. <laughs> Such a dumb thing to say. Yeah. Why? Prove I mean, me wrong. I don't know. The Replacements? I don't know the that, replacements. You don't know a lot. You know, you know what? You're a, you're a lesser person than I am. You're right. Yeah. You know a replacement song. Replacements Lives Matters. You know a replacement song. You just don't know what's the replacements. Probably. Portland. It's too late to turn back. Here we go. You've heard the middle brother version. Yeah, I'm sure the, the middle brother version is 100 million times better than the original The replacements version. version is actually pretty good. Wow. <laughs> now now you are truly talking out of your ass. <laughs> what? So? I mean, this album real. makes me want to talk out of my. You head. really, you came in hot. You're like, you're, yeah. you're steaming on the couch. I can't, I couldn't find a fucking flight attendant outfit, and I'm under pressure. Wow. from moving. That's what happens. And I made a shitty drink. Yeah, your, your drink is not nearly as bad as I thought it was. When Russ be. can't dress up, he gets angry. <laughs> so what? <laughs> I shouldn't like this album. There's nothing. I can't explain why. I tried to. I tried to explain. I just felt the heart of it a little more. I, I don't know what I mean. And maybe as we go song by song, I'll be able to explain it more. I, I like some of these songs. I just do not like the production. This even happened when... I me- think the drums, I, I just... Maybe you're right. Maybe it's because I'm a drummer. And honestly, the drumming, if it was done on an actual drum kit, would be pretty good. It'd be. There's moments in this album where I'm like... That's it, good drumming. And it the, was though, but yeah. the, pro- the problem is, Neil and Danny Korchmar fucked with it. They right. wanted Neil wanted this particular drum sound that was really popular in the eighties, the big, thick drum sound. Yeah, and it was coming out of like that was the birth of hip hop, right? So Run DMC yeah. and all these the rap acts had this huge drum sound that other rock bands tried to imitate. It. You listen to the music at the time; the drums are way out front, mm. and Neil wanted that, but. Lesson learned. I don't know why he didn't. It works for that. It works for hip hop. Right. But I don't know why he didn't just use electronic drums instead of like take Steve Jordan, who's an amazing drummer. Yeah. The, and fuck with his drums so right. hard. Yeah. Because the drumming, the drum, like Steve Jordan is a great drummer. Yeah. That, I'm not saying that. I'm, Bring in a bass player and get a drum that's machine. That's what I mean. Fucking. <laughs> right. <laughs> have a real bass player and have Steve Jordan like play an actual drum kit. And then these songs would be pretty fucking rad. And then don't play Screams on a Synclavier for two fucking songs. I loved it. I loved it. I oh. can't explain it, but I loved it. It's literally like, you know what it reminds me of? And it, and it was like that in that last song in Reactor 2, the, the shots or whatever. Remember in Friends when Ross, ever he like builds up that he's this great music, like he plays the keyboard 
Do you remember this episode? I'm a fucking dork that I remember this Friends episode, but no, get more into Friends, please. Yeah, there's this episode where and then Ro- shit on all the music Mike listens to. Where but Ross, please get yeah. more into where what Ross, the 80s suck, but I where love Ross Friends. Is like he's nervous because he wants to show them his music that he used to make in the 80s, and it was on a keyboard, and then he starts playing, and it's just like. It's just I do a bomb sound and like a helicopter sound, and he just plays all these like, like on the this, fucking actually. keyboard, and they're all just like in there shots. Like, yes, yeah. like in it shots. Was just Neil just fucking. But there's parts in this album too, like at the end, where he, I can hear him hitting the fucking thing, playing a scream effect. I but, loved it. Why? I can't explain it. I don't know what it is. Even at, during when we recorded "Make It Stop," when me and Mike recorded that, I was I felt like guilty because i'm like i kind of liked this album but the whole point of that ep- episode was mm-hmm. shit on this and, and yeah but it's you should have brought that up because that they i did they a little bit too i did a little bit and we, we talked about like hippie dream brought up i mean i i still think hippie dream's a great song and then there's just neil's playing guitar in this album mm. finally and it's yeah but it's it's you can't even hear it it's a couple of tunes a couple of tunes barely. it comes out but a lot of it's like kind of drown out by it's the fucking by the drums the keyboards and the fake fucking horns <clears throat> excuse me it's now, just it's the production water is really getting is, to no it's the modello oh, i've been the trying to get that taste oh, out mike always mouth. brings a modello no matter what drink we make he always <laughs> brings up uh, i gotta have my gotta boy. have my beer it's my um it's my after work beer helps me Thank you, buddy. Appreciate that. It's the guitar. I, I do agree. The guitar. There's some really great guitar playing on here. Yeah, yeah, there is. But I felt like I. But a lot of it gets lost. It get lost. Like it does on Reactor. Yeah. Like they. Like if he brought his guitar up more on Reactor, yeah. and that album was done so quickly, you know. But he that wasn't the case here. He just wanted to use all the technology at his disposal. You know, who you can blame for that is the engineer Nico Bolas who was working in that studio at the time, he had no idea. He didn't have no idea. He didn't care who Neil Young was. Mm. So when Neil Young walked in, he was like, whatever, I'm the engineer. I'm just going to do my job. But then Neil started asking him questions about stuff in the studio. Neil went around L.A. He went to L.A., went around to the studios, listened to stuff they were all working on because he wanted to find out what was happening at that time because he was so out of fucking touch with what was on the radio and what was popular. And Nico Bolas showed him how to use and how to, you know, kind of use the technology to color the music. Yeah. So you can yeah, you I, can blame I'm, him because then sure then he went probably, overboard. I'm with sure, Neil it. was probably like driving him fucking nuts. Well, he ended up working with him on the next four oh, albums and a shoot. few albums after that. So I guess they got. In along. fact, Neil actually called him God at one point. And then they have uh, the volume the volume dealers. You ever see that on the back of the, the like the Ragged Glory album or no. Freedom? Nico Bolas so. and Neil Young, the volume dealers. That's mm. so when they would produce something together. Neil huh. loved him because he didn't give a shit. Yeah, kind of like he loved Steve Jordan because Steve Jordan didn't give a shit. Didn't give a shit like yes, Manning, whatever Neil said, or didn't give a shit like he would tell Neil whatever, like tell Neil what was on his mind and not. Give yeah, a shit. basically. Okay. Or tell Neil like you should do this here. Okay. You know, and and I think Neil. Liked him because he didn't have an agenda, because he didn't care, because he had he already had a good job as an engineer. He was working on tons of stuff, mm. you know. So he's the guy that kind of turned Neil on to all this technology. And Neil, like Briggs said with the Sinclavier, Neil took it and just went overboard with it. Hmm. Yeah, on this one though. Yeah, absolutely. No, I don't. I, he he trans way overboard. 
Reactor, I don't, I don't like Reactor. I thought was fine, and then this one I thought was a little overboard, not way overboard. How, the the majority of this album is like artificial. It's artificial, but it's not Synclavier. Yeah, it is. No, it's not sampled. You're right. No, right. like Shots is like he just went overboard with the samples. Yeah, and like you were saying that scream sample yeah. and stuff. Yeah, that's so. Yeah, he went sure he went overboard with that, but I'm talking about like you know drum machines and sequencers and things like that. He he totally just. Everything on this album is fake except for the drums, which he tried to make sound fake. Yeah. You know, instead of just using a, they probably had a fucking Lin drum kit right. somewhere around there or something that he could have fucking used. But no, he had Steve Jordan come in and play real drums and then he tried to make them sound electronic. See, I thought he, I thought Steve Jordan like played. When did electronic drum kits come out? Oh, geez. Um, 70s. Well, that. Question doesn't matter because Neil can travel to the future and get one. That's, That's true. true. Yeah, he's got a new Roland set. <laughs> um, I thought Steve. I thought he was playing an electronic kit. No. no, he was playing real drums, and Neil was was like fucking with his drum sound, <sighs> and he wasn't playing hard enough. Remember we talked about that with Time Fades Away, and what's yeah. his, who was playing drums on Harvest? Kenny Buttry, Buttry, right? Yeah. And he wasn't playing hard enough, and Neil kept telling him to play harder. It was the same thing on this album. Harder. And he, yeah, he's like, you gotta play harder. Hey, we're in the Golden State. Yeah, come on. Play um, harder. I need you to be speaking out State. with those drums. You know, Danny Korchmar said that. Or your time's gonna fade away. He's right. never seen anybody wear out Steve Jordan. Yeah. And Neil yeah, Young yeah. wore out Steve Jordan. That's not true. <laughs> <laughs> no, he didn't. You're right. He didn't. <laughs> Sorry. God damn it. Don't do that one taking the set. Um uh, so this one this album came out. Geffen had his shit with Neil. Mm-hmm. Uh you had Trans, then Everybody's Rockin', mm-hmm. Lawsuit. Oh, Old Ways did come out eventually, but that was recorded before. But this is after all that shit, correct? Yeah, they had settled this at this point. From what I read, and from like in Shaky, Gavin had apologized at this point before this album. No, he hadn't apologized yet. They just settled. They settled. Okay. And but they had uh, some kind of agreement where they they would put out old ways if Neil would make a rock record. Okay. Next, and that's my theory is that they brought in Danny Korchmar because Don Henley was on Geffen. and they tried to get a commercially successful album out of Neil Young. So, do you think? In your opinion, do you think there was any spite in this album? Or do you think in Neil's mind... Like, Everybody's Rockin' feels spiteful to me. This one does not. Right. Do you think there's any? Or do you think Neil just genuinely set out to make the, the album that I he I think he genuinely with? set out okay. to make an album that sounded of the time. Because he tried... All these songs were had been around for a few years. He tried to record this album with Crazy Horse two years previous. Really? Yeah. And oh, it failed man. miserably. Really? Yeah. They just couldn't get it together. And he kept... Um, but did he Frank's, want that, this yeah, sound fr- well, he, out not, of the horse? Frank San Pedro said, Neil kept saying, it's got to sound more commercial than this. And Weird. so they weren't getting anything done at the ranch. It's because he, so he was drinking Reagan juice. So they went to uh, the Hit Factory in New York... No, I'm sorry, the Power Station in New York City. So that's like tons of hit albums were made there and everything like that. Crazy Horse, the first time ever Neil Young and Crazy Horse did not record in California. Mm. And it went horribly. Okay. David Briggs said um, they all played like monkeys. Those were I his exact that, words. Yeah. yeah. 
that they were just it was just not happening and he just threw the whole thing away so he, he gave it, it a try does it, does it exist somewhere you think well i'm sure it exists somewhere i would love to hear that i would like to hear that too some of these songs with crazy horse yeah but then neil that's when neil gave up they started doing that oh rock and roll's dead and i'm gonna play country music for the rest of my life and you know fuck yeah. geffen i'm just gonna be a country artist which yeah. didn't last very long okay you know yeah i think there's just i don't know this this whole time period and it just was troubling i just this bothers me because of it was a troubling time for neil like, yeah, this al- you know what this album sounds like? It sounds like panic and stress. That's what I mean. It sounds like he's trying and I, so and hard to make like a hit record. That's what okay. I feel in this record. Yeah. And, that, and, then, and then, I don't know, I think it's just a bunch of culmination of different things where I was so bothered learning about all that shit that he said about, like, you know, gay people and just, like, the whole Reagan thing and all that. It just, like, brought me down, man. It, like, really fucking brought me down because I've only ever known Neil to be, like, this really right. wonderful you know kind of open loving i mean obviously he's he he can be troublesome but i thought always thought it was sort of like a john lewis good trouble sort of a thing you know yeah but you got well, i'm sure carrie snodgrass feels the same way well, yeah <laughs> and you got and his other wives you got to remember too like i just mean i always i've always known him to be like an advocate for for right. good things. And you like to think of someone as, cons- but you got to remember you and me weren't even like that. No. I, yeah, no, I know. I know. Fucking Barack I, Obama person, like, was yes, against gay marriage. I know. He's a human. A point, and you know, like, yeah, absolutely. It's shitty. It's the terrible. Only person but that who, was the... <laughs> who isn't like that is Bernie. Amen. <laughs> but whatever. It is what it is. It is what it is. It is what it is. I, and I also just think I was listening to some other podcasts and I was like, I hope we don't sound like we would do better or something, you know, like then just, just then any, if you go, I never thought I would be doing like a, I never thought I'd be be in like a criticism sort of, uh, medium. And so it's weird weird, for me because I'm an artist and it's like, I I don't, I I feel weird if people write things about our music or because it's all so subjective. Like art is just so subjective. And it's like, as much as I, you know, the energy wasn't all there maybe with, this interview that we did, but I was just like, you know what? It's true. You know, maybe the guy actually does like, maybe it's subjective. People like what they like. Yeah, absolutely. And so, but I do love Neil and we all love Neil and that's what brought us to this podcast. And I think all our, it was really refreshing actually reading the comments on this, on this album to see like everyone feels differently, but we all love Neil and we love what he does and why he does it. And, but there's also things that I, I don't. I don't know. I'm going well, you, in circles. No, but. you're al- you're allowed that, and I think that's it, we're podcasting. So we've had this conversation a million times. The internet is capturing this conversation, this one moment of time, and it's bl- broadcasting it forever. Right. But two years, you could come back and be like, you know what? I actually kind of do like. Yeah, a hundred percent. And I, and that's why I want to make sure personally i'm holding space for that awareness that yeah you know i might feel differently fucking 10 minutes from now and that's kind of where i'm at when we first started talking about this podcast and you brought up trans and you're like but it's landing on water and i agreed i remember pulling down the fucking jacket and being like yeah this album is sucks and it's so weird for me to be on this side of it and i can't explain i have no real reason to explain it explain yeah. why it's just no, how i'm feeling totally right now fine. i mean i think i felt that way about everybody's rocking i just like me and Laco were like, I don't know why. I don't know what well, it is. I, I, just... I felt like that about tonight's the night. 
Yeah. You know, I was 16 at the time and yeah. just getting into Neil, but I was like, I don't and know. And nobody about else this. probably it's, liked it, right? He sounds terrible. Well, none of my, none of the people I was hanging out with like Neil Young. Yeah. You know, so it was, I was just kind of like, this isn't that good. Mm-hmm. But after living a little bit more of my life, then I started warming to it. And then later on from yeah. that, it was just like, okay. And then knowing the story and the background and everything. So, yeah, that happens. You change your mind. Totally. One day you're calling a guy at the grocery store a faggot. Yeah. And then the next day you're becoming a citizen of the United States just because you want to vote for Bernie. Right. Right. You know? And, yeah, hopefully you evolve, right? I mean, yeah. we, all, we all, that's the hope. Yeah. Right. Um, and, and regardless. But I, I think what I think we do, sorry to interrupt, but I think what we all do well in this podcast is that we all at least bring which is what I hope we do and continue to do is with each thing where we get negative, we're, we remain positive. I feel like overall we, we positive, but, but still honest, honest. I yeah, yeah. I want us to be honest, but I also think that we all have a good understanding that like, yeah, this isn't for me or whatever, but, or at this right exact moment in time, because we're not Neil and we can't just jump around time, but you know, right here in this moment, this is how I feel. And that's subject to change. But overall, I love Neil and I love the art. You're being wishy-washy. You're feeling a little negative Neil guilt is what's happening. You've, you've, you've never disliked you an album this much. You're like, this is bad, but I don't want to, I don't really, you know, since I wasn't involved, you know, it's not that bad. We don't fully have the right to critique something. Is that what you're saying? No, because I'm not saying, I'm just, I don't know how to be a critic. I never thought I'd We're I'd, 20 something episodes in. 25. Yeah, I never I don't I know, I don't Our know why it's just rent a car now. I feel like now that it's getting in, <laughs> You have to be 25 to rent a yeah, car. Yeah. I think 26 maybe. It might have gone up, but yeah, it's at least that's 25. That's fucking crazy. Isn't that nuts? <laughs> that's a whole other podcast. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's wrong. Let's get into that for half an hour. <laughs> <laughs> See, that I'd be fine with being a critic that's about. Fucking... But like being a critic about music, it's weird because that's my right. that's like Yeah, cuz everybody I'm hears so it differently. It's my right. life. It's, it's like, like food or, or beer. Yeah. Like yeah, I love this beer, I know, but I know, you may I, think I, it tastes I, like shit. I know, you know? what Russ is saying. Yeah. It's it's hard especially being someone who literally creates music and puts it out into the ether to talk negatively about someone else, especially an idol negatively about their music but it's okay to do that and i think i just you just have to be okay when people do that about your music yeah and and i'm i mean you're gonna put it out there yeah you gotta you gotta expect some of it to come back that is what it is but i feel like a part of me would be a little bit like danny or neil where if someone had something bad to say about my music i'd be like well i did what i did you do do it you know and whatever you know what i mean but you know what you don't have to you have the right to critique something you don't like yeah 100 percent. you know when i bought this fucking cassette i was just like this is fucking this sucks i just spent nine dollars on something Mm. and i don't i barely like one song this is bullshit yeah i think i'm just i think i'm we're getting into this weird era and it for me it i don't know i think you're you're more used you've been doing radio for a long time and yeah people tell me i is, suck all the time no i don't think you do though. in front of thousands of other people listening all the time yeah they do it on social media where everybody can see yeah you know everything and you know what fine yeah that's fine you think i suck nobody's yeah. forcing you to to listen to oh, this podcast right. uh-huh. and nobody's forcing you to listen to neil young or me or right. whatever yeah you know so yeah you've got your opinion the best part about that for me yeah is that there's a reaction yeah, yeah. Because if it's like, they'll put out Landing on Water and nobody said anything about it, that would probably be way worse right. than three guys sitting around saying, this album fucking sucks. Yeah. Yeah, Because yeah. it, it gets, like I said before, it gets such a rise out of me that I get, 
like angry, like somebody's mm-hmm. poking me with a stick. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's like a, po- a pointy stick and I'm just like, yeah. what the shit, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And it's partially because of the fucking drums yeah. and the production yeah. and just, it's just not a good Well, and like I was really. saying, I think part of it too was where Neil was in, at that time in his life and like the, the whole poli- political thing too. It's just right. like all that coalesced into this, like you said, this sort of ain't, ain't like stressful, I don't well, know, I think just... he's, it's stressful because he's lost. Yeah. He's, and that song, Pressure, <clears throat> excuse me, is God. like, that's probably the most accurate depiction some besides pressure. Drifter of what Neil's going through. Because like, that song, he, was going through two, <clears throat> he was going through two lawsuits, right, with Geffen yeah. and then that woman from Human Highway who got hurt. Oh, right. And then... um. And then the whole thing. Wait, I, what? I didn't hear about that. Yeah, yeah, we talked about that. Yeah. There's a woman. Was it the? What, did she get hurt from Dennis Hopper? Dennis Hopper was doing yeah. knife tricks. Knife remember, tricks. and she got cut and had to have surgery. Oh yeah, yeah. I yeah. forget her name, but she was suing. Yeah. You know. So and then his still do, going through what he's going through with Ben. Right. You yeah. know, and trying to do treatments and come yeah. up with stuff like that, and yeah. So he had a lot going on, and 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 now he's under pressure to dun, 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 try dun, to dun, be dun. accessible. Mm-hmm. And try to have people figure him out, which is the last thing he wants to do, right? What we've yeah, learned, yeah. right? Yeah. He wants people to like him now. Right. Because for whatever reason you may think, maybe it's it's him, maybe it's because, well, I need to make money because at this point he was losing money. Yeah, I think you, you, I know? think you make a really good point, too, about feeling that lostness, but almost it's almost as if he doesn't really realize how lost he is. And we have sort of the benefit of knowing where he's at now, or we're again we're not him, but it seems no from course, an outside yeah. it seems from an outside perspective that he's much more, I guess the opposite would be found as far as you know just all those things that were troubling him then he seems to be in a much better place now. Well, right? he had to go through, and all the music that. now is is or after this a lot after this. It's it just seems more organic, organic, yeah, right. and 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 at peace a little or something. Where, but again, you need the suffering, you need those trying things to learn and to grow. Hopefully, and some people don't. Some people just never grow. They go the opposite way. Some right? people make the same album over and over. Yeah, again, right. Right. They found a formula. It works great for them. Yeah. they're successful with it every time. And that's why, why we. It, that's why right? we love Neil. That's why we love but Neil. But it is hard to cover it. It's but like Neil it's, spent the 80s trying not to sound like Neil. Yeah. Trying not to sound like he did in the 70s anyway. Right, yeah. You know, I equate that to what, and I don't know if you guys are fans at all, Metallica, right? So Metallica uh-huh. comes out with this awesome string of albums leading up to the Black Album, right? Which is their biggest seller of all time. Then they spend the next 10 years trying not to sound like Metallica for the same exact reason. Right. Hmm. Rust never sleeps. Yeah. It's, they don't want to corrode. They, they don't want to get stale, so they'll make a bunch of shitty albums yeah. just to shake it all loose. And I think that's, that's what he was doing, and he kind of lost sight of writing the songs and you know, concentrating on being Neil Young. He on was, what he's, you know, you can, you can experiment and have fun and do whatever you want. That's, like you said, 100% you're right, and it's our right to talk about it. Yeah. I agree with you there. But at the same time, it is, it is good... Uh, I don't know. I, I also think you, you should know your strengths and your weaknesses, but I guess how do you figure them out unless you Right, he, fuck he around, did. He took know? the 80s yeah. to find out what he wasn't good at. Yeah. And, and then he took the 90s to really concentrate 
on what he was good at. Yeah. He made Ragged Glory and Harvest, Harvest Moon, Moon yeah. you know, which are, you could say, Rust Never Sleeps and, you know, Harvest Revisited. Did, did he, he said, okay, these are the things I do the best. I'm going to get back to those are great, that. man. Right. Did either of you guys look at the list, like four different people sent us? Oh, the Guardian list? Yeah. I didn't have time. I didn't, I'm hoping yeah. we could talk about that in we the next whole, episode. We should do an episode on that. Yeah. I think that'd be, and then pick our own. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe top 10 and not, not, top, not top 65 <laughs> yeah. or whatever, how many albums yeah. he has out right now. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that I was think, nice. I'll see you guys later. All right. See ya. All right, bud. Hey, don't forget your Modelo. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. I think, I, hey, buddy. I think, Russ, I think you've just never felt as negative, negatively as you have to this point about a Neil album, and I think you're feeling a little bit of guilt about it. Um, yeah, maybe. <laughs> Because, but I'm not. You, I'm not you, totally. You, sh- like I think there are. I really agree with some of the what the people said about. There are songs on here that I've. I and I wrote this down in my notes as I was listening to the songs. Like, the song could be good. I just don't like this. I like you said, Shu. I don't like that he fucked with the drums like that. And I wish there was a fucking bass. Just it fucking is. put a it real is. bass on the it's, album. It's so artificial sounding. It is, and that's like... It makes me feel uncomfortable. This was the height of technology. <laughs> Relax, Russie Seinfeld. making albums, you know? This is What's the height What's the deal with the bass? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I just want a real it's bass. It's a European carry-all. <laughs> it's not a purse. <laughs> that was pretty good. I just want the bass for my intro. There is a moment on this... No pick. There wasn't a pick. There is a moment on this, one of these songs where it has a little seinfeld fucking intro, too, with the bass, the fake bass, rather. Oh, my God, yeah. It I sounds like a cop show theme. Yeah, 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 absolutely. You know there's a lot of about? there's a lot of yeah. cop show themes on this album. There's a lot of John Hughes yeah. movie montage music on this album. Yeah. We, we should bounce into it song for song. Yeah, let's go into it right we're, now. We have this plus we have a, a whole interview with yeah. the producer let's, of this album. That we'll might just be separate. And we'll maybe keep that separate. Let's, let's get the uh, let's get the weight of the world on our shoulders here. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Captain Neil speaking from the fucking deck. Uh, Listen up, people on the street. I got a bad news beat for you. So stop shuffling your feet. We're fucking going down. What was I fucking saying? Anyway, uh, I got a problem. I still got a problem. Oh, there's a fucking bird. Shit, we're about to hit a bird, I think. Fuck. Get Sully in here. All right, that's enough. Fucking turn this off. I got a fucking album to make with fucking Korchmar. All right? <laughs> Wrap it up. Just the the keyboards, mm-hmm. everything. It's Can, just it's it's pissing me off to no end. And it's not like I'm even pissed off at Neil. It's just something that it's like you. Go, okay, so like when you guys are doing a sound check or you're you're playing live, and all of a sudden there's that 
high shrill feedback that kicks in from somewhere you don't know where it's from Mm -hmm. and you just start going what the fuck Mm -hmm. that's what this whole album is like for me really yeah (laughs) it's a great analogy very aggressive fucking turn the fucking monitors down you know just jesus fucking christ okay so this week yeah not as much as when we first started but i listened to this album probably seven times this week each time I liked it more. I'm not I'm not even kidding. I'm not well, trolling bless you, you guys. Luke. I don't know what's happened to me. I swear like it's it's like in the Santa Claus when he shaves and then his beard grows back fuller. That's what I feel like with it, this. I don't know why. It sounds like you were alone for all of your life. Yeah, that's a fucking great part. I think Russ, you said that's your favorite part of this whole this song. This is a part of the song I like. It's actually the, one you know of the why? most interesting parts. Because the fucking shitty production isn't there, and it's, it's just it's like the weird a, backwards acoustic guitar. Yeah, that that's part's pretty cool. I like cool. that. Yeah. Still part of the production is that someone decided that. Sure, but the Cooch probably is probably his input. I don't think so. Uh, that, All that other shitty stuff. That I think seems is like the a Neil Cooch. part to me. You're wrong. Yeah, I know I am. Yeah, we're <laughs> we got that wrong. <laughs> we're all wrong. Everybody, God is wrong. Yeah, I, I lyrically, I really like the song, and I like the way that it starts with this song. I like the transition to that, and then Mike, you just showed us the video. It's fucking great. The videos are pure joy. They really are. They are. If anything They're good fun. came out of this album, yeah, it the was the video. Were, he made a video cool. for every song. You can't watch them on YouTube in America. Apparently, you can in Europe. I don't know okay. what the legality of that is, but they're on the you, archives. Neil Young archives. You got to go on the timeline. Yes, and before you get to landing on water, there's several little gold studs in the timeline, and it, you've, if you move your um, that's the name of the band that played with me the on gold landing studs. on water. The gold studs. The gold studs. <laughs> Welcome, the Golden State. Um, <laughs> yeah, so you, you click on those little studs, it'll bring up the songs and the videos for the ones that are available anyway. Yeah. Yeah, that's the only good thing that came out of this album were these just, just amazing videos. Agree to disagree, but I do really well, like the videos. They're and the, fun. And if you liked Human Highway, you'll love these videos. Oh, yeah, they're the, a blast. In this video, it's, uh, what was his name, Johnny Fontaine? Something the like rock that. star Elvis yeah, guy Elvis from Human Highway. Sort of he kind of reprises Tony his role Clifton there. Tony yeah. vibe. And um, it's fantastic. But, I, you know, it's it's just, yeah, and I agree. A lot of these songs, the lyrics are pretty good. Yeah. I can relate well, to them. I, will I say, feel though, them. Not all of them. I will say, not though, all, oh, No, not all of them. Some of them. I will say the, on this yeah. one, I feel like we need to start a new drinking game. Every time Neil Young writes a lyric about shuffling his feet with his head down. Oh, my down, God, yeah. How many times has he written shuffling, walking down the street, shuffling his right. feet with or, his head down, hanging low? Or like, any song that's probably about Crosby, Stills, Nash. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. They're all about CSN. One man. per album, I feel but like. But yeah, there are good songs. And I, I mean, I don't hate this song. I don't hate it, but I notice, like, even right off the bat, I was like, okay, the sound of these drums, I do not like, but I get that it's the 80s. And then I even on this first track, once they went away for the I was alone. Where is I, that's my favorite that? part that I like. I like this song because of that part, mostly. Hold on. But um, I imagine the song if it was just yeah. But that was it right there. World, world. This I like. I was alone for 
Yeah. Yeah, that part I dig. But there's none of the... I mean, yeah, you have the, like, the kick, but it doesn't sound like that was fucked with, and it's just, like, a four on the floor. And then, you, like you said, shoo, that weird sort of um, reverse guitar Yeah, it or sounds something. like they were playing a backwards track along to yeah. the regular yeah. track, which gave it that kind of shimmering feel to it, which almost, I, I almost thought sounded really Neil cool. Neil Young invented Radiohead. Like, that was more of like a Beatles-esque sort of yeah. vibe. But yeah, but don't uh, you think you get... that for you to appreciate that part, you need this other part? Or you don't, you don't think that? I understand what you mean, but you mean, m- it's not worth the having are you the sure whole rest of the album be those shitty electric Are you sure it's because drums? the rest of the song, you like that part only because the rest of the song is so shitty? <laughs> That it makes that part sound good, but in reality, it's really not that good. But if you put it like it could be, you know, you're right? Yeah, like how do you be. really like if how you, do you drank, really feel? Though? Like if you drank some Cristal uh-huh. and then you drank an HD water in the Stretch Navigator, <laughs> right? And then you were like, "Wow," you know. Right. But then you drank. Yeah, I'm just saying. How yeah. do you really feel, Mike? I think I've made my feelings known about this album for some time now. You may have even he made them known to the producer of the album. Yes. Album. Well, I, what else was I going to say? I don't know. <laughs> Anything but that. Why? I'm just kidding. I'm fucking around. <laughs> I mean, that's. I, I'm not going to like go like on all like 20 episodes on this podcast and then go on another podcast and no, say the Mike, same thing. I think you acted deliciously. Let's move on. Oh, my God. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> that's, how pe- that's how California people talk. They're fucked up. Yeah, listen to this. This summer, get ready for the new John Hughes film. I am ready for it. Molly Ringwald. John Cryer. That sounds great. This is what it is. Molly Ringwald. I want to hear Here Comes the Sun. John Cryer and the San Francisco Boys Choir in (laughs) Violet Side. Pretty and landing on water. Although with these lyrics, I feel like maybe Dexter Morgan helped him write it. Yeah, this is a this is an odd one because it doesn't sound as dark as the lyrics are in this. Yeah, and then the fact that he has a boys choir sing. Yeah, the vibe. Go to the boys. Yeah, go to the boys choir because war is over. Yeah, listen to it for a sec. Turn it up a little bit. Okay, and I said this on the Make It Stop podcast. And further proof that Neil Young is a time-traveling va- vampire because mm-hmm. he traveled to 2010, mm-hmm. and he turned the radio on and heard Imagine Dragons and went, <laughs> hey, this sounds pretty good. No, I, he didn't. I think I'm going to bring it back to the 80s <laughs> and see if it works there. Don't disgrace Neil Young by saying he would say Imagine Dragons are a good sound. Yeah, totally. This totally sounds like Imagine Dragons. It's like Imagine Dragons based their whole fucking career on this one Neil Young song. <laughs> it's also sort of got that, like, I mean, maybe just because it's a boys' choir, but it's got that, like, war is over. Sure, yeah. You know, that. The John, I don't get that The vibe. John Lennon sort of... Yeah, I mean, so, it's totally different. So but this, I, just, I think if I hear a boys' choir, I think of that. First of all, <laughs> first of all, the, first of all, the boys' choir. I don't mind. Bad, the, I don't have a bad association. I don't mind the boys' choir in this. Actually, no, those, I don't, those youngsters I don't killed hate it. it, but those youngsters. Yeah, but also, it's kind of an interesting move. Originally, I was kind of um, negative about this, but he's he's speaking to his inner child 
and he has a boys choir sing it. I just think it's kind of a very interesting like way to. Yeah, you're digging pretty deep there, Luke. sure. Really? Not like you don't dig way <laughs> deeper than me on. Behind these everything. eyes, there walks a stranger, wandering through the dark, following me. Yeah, that's why. I, that's why I said I feel like yeah. Dexter Morgan helped him write this. <laughs> And he's just singing about really? being angry. He's like, talking about his 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 self, his like his other side. Yeah, his shadow self. Yeah, yeah. Again, a shadow self. Yeah. Behind these eyes, there walks a stranger coming this summer. John Carpenter's latest. These eyes, these <laughs> eyes are never gonna have another love. So you better look around at the world inside. I don't know at the, the end, well, uh, Neil you... Young loved the guy who wrote that song. I don't even know who that is. Randy Bachman wrote that. Really? Yeah, from Bachman Turner Overdrive <clears throat> no and, and the Guess Who. Yeah, hmm. that was the Guess Who, right? I think. I so. have yeah. no idea. I have so, no idea. Best version of that song? I would guess, but I wouldn't know who to. Super bad. Guess. My joke. Oh yeah. Yeah. It was. yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Michael Sarah. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. Um, can you go to three minutes in? Because I, I was like, oh, there's a real instrument because you can hear him play guitar. Right. This does have a good guitar <laughs> solo yeah, in it. I like yeah. the guitar. But, but the drums are way too loud. That was that was the trend at the time. I love this. The whistle thing. I love this riding the prairie thing he's got going on. Yeah. Yeah. You know? He just, it it works the, for me. I don't know what it is. Go to the end because I do like when he does this yell. It's oh, right, right here. Right yeah. here. Yeah. Turn it up. What does he sound? He almost sounds like Weird Al, man. I feel like it's a little got bit. This, you know, it's like it's. Yeah. I, I kind of like it, but it's also kind of silly. You know, it's. Yeah, this reminds me of so Weird Al. I, I feel do like I, I don't know what it is. If like, is it the police? Maybe something. No, not was. Did the police have anything that sounded like that? There was like I'm something. Maybe it was the cars. Maybe you're right. Maybe the cars is the something about that part in particular. I feel like there was some other band or from that time that that really reminded me of, and I couldn't put hmm. my finger on. I don't know. It. But you might have been right with all those examples you gave before. I'll agree with you guys. I hear panic and desperation in this, but I don't think of that as a negative. I think he pulled off what he was trying to pull off. I I can't. I'm like literally like trying to find the words to describe why I like this. But you don't think he pulled off what he wanted to pull off in old ways? Not not to this point. No. I think he made a good country record. Isn't that what he was trying to pull off? Yeah, I guess. But... uh, I don't think he made a Neil country record. I think he made a country. This one, I think he made a Neil record. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Like I said, I don't know how to describe what I'm saying. The, playing these tracks, it's freaking me out how much I'm enjoying this. I don't know if it's just I so like really didn't enjoy the last three. In my opinion, his it could trilogy. be that. Yeah, it could so. be that. that. And I'm so relieved to be at this point. Again, it's kind of like, you know. The other stuff was so shitty that kind this of, was yeah. kind of this wasn't honestly, as shitty. And it honestly, seems like it's better than it really I honestly is. feel my opinion, like yeah. though that if he didn't fuck with these drums and they mixed them not in that shitty eighties way, and if they fucking hired a human bass player, then I would like these songs. I honestly feel that way. The thing that bothers me the most about 
this album is the shitty fucking, the way they fucked with these drums. Again, I'm not taking anything away from Steve. The drumming itself is good. But the way they fucked with it and the mix, the production, and not having a real bass. Huh. And then, like you said, Shu, some of that fake horn shit that goes on. Oh, yeah. Just all that stuff. If you just That's took terrible. all that away yeah. and you had a real bass player and you just left Steve Jordan's drums as normal fucking yeah. drums and you mixed them in a normal way, mm-hmm. these songs I would really like. I, I really do think I would. Yeah. Maybe, you know, I'd really like to hear what Crazy Horse did with this. Me too, this man. Lot, yeah. I think that would be cool. I yeah. think that would probably sound pretty fucking rad. There's Who not knows? much that, the, that Neil does with the horse that I don't like. Yeah. So even if these songs did like at least at least I know there's humans playing the instruments right, right. you know like well let's actual let, instruments let's move on to what a lot of people call the best song on the album This is the cop show theme Yeah right? it totally is man <laughs> tonight on CSI <laughs> There's a predator on the loose <laughs> Now I wish I had the Law and Order. Chung chung. I wish I had that. (laughs) He's coming for you, youngsters. That's right. Watch out, youngsters. Do you know where your youngsters are? That's right. (laughs) It's twelve. Why don't you have a seat right over there? Which and you're right. So this part does feel silly, but when that like heavy electric hits. I'm sure, but the listen to the way the drums sound. Like even at that part, it goes quack quack. It just I, no right here, this part. Right listen to the drums though. No drums shouldn't sound like that. If they if they didn't sound like that, I would like this. I don't, I don't know. I don't notice the drums being bad in this. And then the way the guitar gets louder. In that bit. Yeah, that sounds this, pretty. That right sounded here. cool. Yeah. Yeah, this is another song where you can actually hear the this guitar. This part I like. Yeah. But I just wish that, that... He fucking nails this, the guitar on this, I think. But the fake bass yes. in this is yeah. just... It's, it's, li- the, it's worse the drums, than the rest. Like, I wish that the snare sounded like how the snare was supposed to sound. Well, let's and talk not about... the hip-hop snare. Right. It's, it's a right. hip-hop dream. But it's got... It's so... It seems like it's... They try to make it so big, but at the same time, it's so gated. Yeah, you know it's so compressed. It, yeah, it's what I was. Yeah, it, you know? it's so. It, yeah, it it totally it's compressed to shit, and it just like it has no life. Right. It just is like it just doesn't do it. I don't know. That type of shit is not for this style. You can't have those. Like, but he, it is he's such a great guitarist, but and, and but, that shit should be. But Russ Don Henley sold millions of albums. Yeah. On that kind of shit. But I wouldn't make a podcast about Don Henley. <laughs> no, no. There's already plenty of those out it's there. It's also tricky to, and again, I'm not playing devil's advocate here, but like 20 years from now, all our music might be considered very stylized. And I don't oh, think yeah. it, but it, it very well could be. Like music that I fucking really dug in 1996 is, that I thought was eternal is like, oh, well, that's of the, of the time. It doesn't Dude, mean I don't like it. I, yeah, loved, but I do think I, there is music. I loved Big Country. And I, I listened to that. You don't know? Okay, they had a big hit in the 80s. And well, they were one of those bands that had a, their, their hit song was the same name as the band and the album. Oh, right. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was yeah, like yeah. Big Country yeah, from the album Big ones. Country from, you know, in a yeah. big country. And I listened. Okay, this is, the, this, is, this is their big hit. Listen to that. 
so. Ladies, dude. Right, right? It's, it, listen to it now, and wait, it's like, wait, oh wait. my God. Wait, you like this? Oh, I love this You're album. You're the one who likes yeah. Landing on Water, Luke. Yeah, no. This is the same thing. No, it's not. Yes, it almost is. Listen to it. Listen to the production. And this is Steve Lillywhite producing. Come on, everyone. Put your hands together. How Let's do you get not some get stretches. some of those vibes from Landing on Water? This is like that's Richard 100% Simmons same, That's very similar production. Very similar. I'm kind of not hating it, actually. I can't believe you guys haven't heard this. this no, I've never heard it. It always pops up on like 80s retro shows or whatever. So okay, 80s. I, I actually man. don't hate this now. I don't know what's happening to me. Their big thing, they were from Scotland. Their big thing was they could make their guitars sound like bagpipes. That was their big thing. Interesting. But um, yeah. So you see that that drum sound. Yeah, you're right. That was yeah, definitely. That was omnipresent That's during so, the eighties. I don't. Yeah. I people I'm, wanted that. The only thing that I'm that I like about it is that they learned let's not do that anymore. Right. They, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you had to go through it to and learn. And so did Neil. Yeah. Yes, right. I agree. But some people, I'm with you. You know. Yes. Some people are dipping back. That like, look at not this Dawes album, but the one before it. Yeah. I hated. Didn't I like didn't it. Li- I didn't like it either. But but I'm wondering hate, if I, I would didn't, didn't enjoy. It. I'm wondering if I if I re-listened. If I would you know who's it. bringing some of that shit back? Oh, it hasn't had. It's been a few years, but Bon Iver. You think you guys so? Listen to that second album. What was it called? Oh, I didn't like that one. I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, but it was called something like. I also wasn't Wisconsin as wild about Bon Iver as the first else was. one that that mm-hmm. song for Emma or for Emma yeah. forever and ever. Yeah, that was God. That was such a great album. But I, then he yeah. brought back a lot of that stuff. He even brought back like Kenny G style huh. fucking saxophone. <laughs> yeah, it was, it's right. horrible. Yeah. I remember my wife going, why are you listening to this? I'm like, well, I like him, but I don't know anymore. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I also, whenever I'm around like artsy people, I call him Bon Iver. <laughs> Do they get all fucking red yeah. in the face? Yeah, probably, it's Bon Iver. It's Bon Iver. All right. Um, um, well, did, what I was going to say was. Um, can we, oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no. I was just going to say that. All the all your talk about like the hippie dream, yeah. And this throughout is, all these albums, well, yeah. and it's all been leading yeah. to this. How and does this that is, make you feel, Shu? It's this, finally, it's finally coalesced. This is that time where David Crosby was like freebasing and collecting guns, and this is pretty much what that song is about. Well, yeah, because yeah. he even says wooden ships, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. That, yeah. The wooden ships are just a hippie you dream. More fucking giveaway. It can't right? be more yeah. obvious that he's talking about CSN, yeah. right? There's a line in it that really. I wrote these lyrics like, are pretty whacked. They're, yeah, I mean, yeah. they're, they're kind of, I kind of like them, but I love them because yeah. the tie dye sales are the screaming sheets, and the dusty trail leads to blood in the street, and the wooden ships are a hippie dream, capsized in excess, if you know what I mean. Yeah, oh yeah, dude, he fucking nailed the this song. It lyrically is great. I, yeah, I, it's I, pretty good. I can yeah. see where you're what you guys are saying about the imagine this intro. song. I want to hear this song. Does he done this with Crazy Horse? I'm I would sure. love to hear it. Well, he did tour this album with Crazy Horse. That'd be awesome. Yeah, I'd love, love to hear this. that. Yeah. And in fact, that's the tour I was talking about—the one where he hired that amateur video crew in Germany to follow him around. Oh, right. That was the Landing on Water tour. Okay. Oh, okay. So that's coming out. Really? I think he's. It was on the Hearst Theater, but I think he's. Wow. Gonna, I okay. think he's going to put that out. Sweet. Um, because it wasn't bad. It was really good. Can I just say Neil Young accusing someone of being excessive? Excuse me? You just made a fucking rockabilly album. Really? It's not even that rockabilly. Excessive? You fucking took a vocoder like and described your, your, or you totally dis- disguised your voice. Yeah. 
Really? I'm, Excessive? I'm still I'm blown away that you guys like trans more than this. It like I totally would rather listen to trans than this. It really blows it like I can't believe it. I would it. rather listen to trans. Yeah. yeah. What do you think they mean by, or sorry, what do you think he means by just because it's over for you don't mean it's over for me. It's victory for the heart every time the music starts, so please don't kill the machine. It just doesn't mean well, that much to him to mean that much to you, I think, is what he's saying. Well, yeah, that's good. There you go. That's like from that. something. Yeah, you should yeah, write that down. I should, yeah. Along with, um, uh, what is it, Copper Never Sleeps, something like that. Platinum. <laughs> Platinum Never Sleeps, yeah. Is that that's also that, referencing what do you? Well, yeah, just because it's like he's David Crosby's given up. He's dedicated his life to fucking meth and freebasing and and guns mm-hmm. and running from the police. And doesn't mean it's over for me. He Who, still has that. So he's not saying the hippie what's dreams the machine, dead. The music. That's machine? what I don't get. Yeah, like don't kill the machine. I I don't know what that means. Like, does that mean like? Does he mean that we should rage against it instead? Fuck yeah. I, I saw this. Did you guys Some see of those the video? That burn crosses. Did you see the video the of, these, that work of these people at a, uh, like who were people at the uh, at a Trump like? Yeah, I did. Did you see that? Yeah, they're it's fucking the funniest they're thing. They're all ever dressed seen. in Trump shit, and they're like, I think they're mad about the the vote, and they're like dancing around like to rage doing, against to, the machine. To rage oh my god, to that's that unbelievable. Song. And it, and it was like, who it's wants like, to point it? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Wants to tell who them. Who yeah, wants to tell them. It's like the fucking guys who use "Born in the USA" as their campaign <laughs> yeah. song. Yeah, or even <laughs> "Rocking you know? in the Free World." Or, right. But it's still, yeah. yeah. But yeah, "Born in the USA" is even yeah. funny because yeah, if you listen to the lyrics, it's like, ra- yeah, it's about how yeah. Vietnam vets ra- were fucked. Rage is the cra- is like the funniest. Example yeah, that's of that, so it's funny. Like, guys, yeah, come yeah, hello, on. come on, guys. This is an antifa band. Yeah, Jesus Christ, fucking dumbasses if they only knew that there was a black person in that band <laughs> i don't know what the machine like don't kill like, uh, yeah I, every I, time the music starts so um it's a victory for the heart every time the music starts so please don't kill the machine just because it's over for you oh just the the fucking this, the, he, the, he's the, probably the talking, csn machine well just the machine that keeps churning out music like because he sees all the like dark a, side of it right and he doesn't want it to die but also like the fu- Good things can still come. Yeah, There's, I think or something the, like that. It's the last. Like, don't don't kill the music machine by, like you said, doing dumb drugs and wasting a, your life. Or I something. guess I guess that's what I think. I maybe that's what he means. Like, well, what's, okay, like, so this literally la- like the machine, like the body. Okay, you know, yeah. don't kill well, yourself. Well, that, well, okay, so this makes the, the all after stuff. he says don't kill the machine like twenty times, then it goes to another fly. Uh, sorry, another flower child goes to seed. In an ether-filmed, sorry, Jesus, in an ether-filled room of meat hooks. It's so ugly, so ugly. That is that's, quite the that's image. That's how the song ends. The song fucking that's rules. That's quite the image. That's such a, a fucking gross. Well, the flower child. Is that Crosby? Is that Crosby? Yeah. He's talking. so? He's also talking about, like, hippies Ether-filled had, room Hippies had meat, kids, meat and their hooks? kids saw the dark side of that hippie dream. No, well, what happens when something goes to seed? The hip, it, the hip it dies, right? N- well, g- g- seed to me is like re- reproduction, right. like reproducing. And yeah. he's the right. flower child. Like that to me, that's like I feel like goes to seed in an ether filled room of meat hooks. Meaning, like that's where the flower child is going to procreate to make more. No, to me, that's where it's it's ending. An ether filled room is to me like. Well, is he talking about the drug? Because ether is used to knock people out, to deaden their senses. Right. An ether-filled room of meat hooks. So is that that 
to me okay, would be the industry. You, I yeah. just, go, I just, you know, you're just a piece of meat to them to make money off of. I just took a quick trip to, to the Guggenheim. Yeah. If you say that someone or something has gone to seed, yeah. you mean that they have become much less attractive, healthy, or efficient. Ah. Uh, so. Okay. Right. So they're, yeah. they're decomposing. Yeah. Well, it's also right. to me like the hippie dream could be any like. I feel like he's very obsessed with this idea, and he's a hundred percent right about it. That you had like you had this hippie ideal, and it was great, but fucking life keeps going after Woodstock, and then it keeps going some more, and then it yeah. goes more and more. And I feel like with anyone, everyone like into like I'm trying to have a little more like I'm trying to be a more empathetic person, and like there before the grace of God go I kind of see things in this, especially. It, we have all these people who their whole identity was wrapped in Trump, right? And now their whole world is crashing down and they're cling they're grasping at everything. And it's just like not that it's even close to the same as the hippie dream, but it's like you, you had all these it's ideals an ideal. and shit. It well, is- yeah, because now even if Trump, even though sure he hasn't conceded as of the recording of this podcast and probably won't. Right. Trump will be out of the office and but Trumpism, which is now a, a term Right, and I think it's a good term for what has become of this era. That doesn't just go away. Like Trumpism is is a thing, and and we've seen because there was you know, according to the what what you know what we've been told that there was seventy million plus people who voted for Trump and who weren't bothered by all of the things that he's said and done and lied about and represents. So that to them, it didn't matter. And so, like, to your point about the hippie dream, it's this same sort of, well, we had this time, and we thought we were right. It's kind of like that Bill Burr bit where he, he talks about the dudes in, um, in fucking, what's the, Duck, Duck Dynasty. Yeah. And how them being, like, gay-bashing, good Christ, like Christian boys, to them, they think they're being good guys. They think that's right. You know, they think that that's what is the right thing to be and to do because, according to how they were brought up, that's is what is right. Well, I, that's how they were taught. I think I'm more saying like the only way I can relate it and to go back to like the whole like evangelicalism angle is like I, I, I remember growing up there was just this expectation that the rapture was going to happen or Jesus was going to come back, and then like. Or then, or Y two K, or for me, it was the opposite end of like the good part of it. But like, you get to this point. Jesus where, is Neil Luke. Well, you get to this point where and like Trump is the Antichrist. You just you just keep so okay. Y two K wasn't it? Okay, well then twenty twelve. Well, that's not it. Well then it's going to be this, and then you just keep. After a while, you're just like, oh shit, I got to live my life. I got to like well that's, live past this whole phase. I don't think he's phase. saying move on from the hippie dream. To me, I, I I take this the lyrics anyway as don't be be part of the solution, don't be part of the problem. Okay. David Crosby is part of the problem. Yeah. People look at the hippie dream and they say, well, look at this guy. He's fucking. He's in prison because he was fucking freebasing and he pointed a gun at somebody or whatever, you know. Or look at look at fucking Jimi Hendrix and Janis Joplin and Jim Morrison. That's yeah. your fucking hippie dream right there. I think I probably you know? missed it then. I think. Well, I'm, no, that's that's only how no, I heard it. Hearing but, you say that, it makes way more sense. But I don't think I think he keeps going on about the hippie dream dying because he wants to keep it alive. And every time he says the hippie dream's dying or it's it's over or whatever, you know, there's always something in the song that's like. Just try to keep it going. Because like you said, to start this discussion, there's nothing wrong. Yeah. What was the hippie dream ultimately? 
peace it, and it love. It was peace and love. And yeah. what, there's nothing wrong with that. What's so funny about but, peace, love, and understanding? Well, and there's a different there's a different way when you say dream. There's different ways of interpreting that. Meaning, like, uh, quit dreaming, right? Or there's like, you know, keep on dreaming, right? That's, you know, so it's all it's all you, about how you you want to attain word it. It's right. all about your again. Your it's like a subjective sort of thing, right? And dreams, the your memory of a dream fades. And then you're remembering the time that you remembered the dream. You know, mm-hmm. it's like a memory. You, you're not it's actually like having a memory. It's remembering the last time you remembered mm. something. And so when he says the wooden ships were just a hippie dream, just a hippie dream, is that is that the, like, is that him saying... That's him saying David Crosby. Is that a positive or a negative or in between? To me, that's him saying David Crosby wasn't in it for the hippie dream. He was in it for the chicks and the drugs. Okay. And I'm not judging. Sure. Because that's fun. But he's only in it for the combs. Yeah, he's in it for the whalebone, (laughs) you know, to get the free whalebone. You know, that's, that's, to me, that's what I I get. It's It's like David Crosby was never sincere about peace and love. He did it all for the bone. Come on, the bone. <laughs> so when you he came say, into this world as a reject, look into his eyes. Oh, stop, stop. So when stop. You, when uh, Neil, Neil Biscuit, <laughs> when he says hippie dream, Limp you young. think he's still being optimistic? I think he's he wants to keep it alive, but he said, you know, I think he's saying that it's going to be it's it's a fight. Give me something to break. You know, it's we're struggling. Okay, especially at this time, nineteen eighty six. You know, Cold yeah. War, full-on Cold War. Yeah. You know, the U.S. is in Central America trading arms for hostages. Don't bat you know, an eye. Don't waste a word. Don't mention nothing that could go unheard. Mm. This, this song has good lyrics. Gr- yeah. yeah, 100%. There's a lot to look. This might be my number one, this a song. Lot, a lot to look into, let's, but let's move on. Yeah. To, yeah, let's go on to what I say is the worst song on the I, album. This is my I hate this song. Again. This is the part in the John Hughes movie where they're getting ready for the big dance and they're putting up streamers <laughs> and they're sweeping the floor. They're getting footloose. Right, yeah. yeah, exactly. They're like, you know, getting ready for the big party. God damn, that fucking bass sucks. It's not even a bass. I shouldn't even call it a bass. It sounds like an oboe. Right? It makes me... It's terrible. I feel... I'm sure it's not the same, but I'm the way that I was gathering, the way you were talking about everybody's rocking, that's how I feel. And the way... When this song came on, I was like, I can't... I, no, different, different strokes for different just, folks. I Jesus, guess. dude, the bass and the drums. I'm like, I I'm not can't wild about do this. this. I can't do this anymore. I'm not wild. It was about difficult it. for me to get through this because of this. Once I hit this song. I was like, fuck. It's a rough one. It's yeah. a rough one. This song. And, and it's like, okay, we get it. Yeah, you, you lost you, your baby. You, to you another suck man. at relationships, yeah, like, and everybody sure. knows because you're the reporter letting everybody know. You got the eye in the sky letting everybody know you suck at relationships. Okay. The whole network news department's yeah, covering and that's it the for thing, you. That just so much. Like, at the end, you just repeat. Like, I don't fucking. Dude, you write such great songs, but I, we can, they can't all be great. 
This one's just He's got an good. eye in the sky, Russ. <laughs> yeah, man. Right. You want, want She's so on fire. I can move right on. If you <laughs> She's got an eye in the sky, She's Luke. She's so on fire. She's my desire. Come on. She's got eye in the, eye in the sky. God. The, got, let's go to the next one because okay. the, the video. Does this, this one have an eye in the sky, Russ? Whoa. Oh, shit. Yeah. This is. Now, the drums sound pretty good here. What's your, what's your take on the drums here? This feels like they're, real they're bass. They're not too. bad up top here. But no, that's not real bass. But this is where it gets rocky for as fuck. Yeah. If I can change, you can change. <laughs> yeah. Apollo! Right here. I, all I can see is the snow and the logs and then cutting back to fucking... Drago. No, 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 no. This no, is listen, when, he, when he's guys... on the motorcycle. That's what that's oh, this yeah, part. Did you guys? Yeah, and yeah. he goes to a statue when he chucks Abby the birthday, helmet. Happy birthday, birthday, Polly. Uh, I mean, now <laughs> we're just talking about the good parts of Rocky. Moore. Did you guys hear like a hurricane? Happy in birthday. There? No. This is like the sequel to like a hurricane or really? like a hurricane part two. Really? Yeah. Here, restart it. Makes me like it and he does more. this through the whole song. I can't hear it though. It's well, my theory on this is the subject matter of this song is about what an accident, sure, and how life can just be taken away in a moment, and that moment can fuck up your whole life in just a matter of seconds. Yeah, which is what like a hurricane was about. It was about a moment was where it? it it just it blew him away. Yeah, he he saw in this woman's eyes. He talked to this woman. That moment will live forever with him. It was a moment that almost changed his life or, or altered him or whatever. This is that, but it's something that's that's horrible huh. that's happened as yeah. opposed to something that was positive like that. So it can go both ways. So this is kind of like a part, to I me, did, it's like a part two of like a hurricane. I didn't catch that at all, and it makes me like this song even more. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm losing the battle here, it's, Russ. Uh, it's very Rocky Four to me. It's like you said. That's <laughs> Yeah, which guys. makes me be like, why do you like it? Was Rocky Four the uh, the Russian yeah, guy? Yeah, yeah, it was the worst. Rocky. That's the one with James Brown in it? Yeah. Coming to America? No, yeah. James Brown was in Rocky One. No. Oh, no, no. no. <laughs> I'm sorry. What? Are you serious? No, I'm sorry. I had a, I was thinking of something else. That's the one where entirely. Apollo Creed dies, yes, right? It's where, yeah, it's, it's where Rocky IV, yes. Yeah, okay. it, it's where he comes, yeah. What the okay. fuck are you thinking of? I don't know. I was, th- I was thinking of... James Brown was being Rocky racist? One. No, 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 no. I was thinking of something else entirely. You're thinking of Jim Brown? No. <laughs> no, 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 no. Listen, I'm a, I'm a Rocky aficionado. You're thinking of Hash Browns? Yes, I'm thinking of Hash Browns. <laughs> thinking no, of Chris Brown? No, this one, this one, all the music Charlie Brown. <laughs> Just name all the Browns. Sorry. <laughs> That's our next podcast, everyone. All the Browns. All the Browns around here are close at midnight. <laughs> all right. No, listen. Rocky Four is the worst Rocky. So I know okay. why you think I Except would for the James song. Brown part. I that, love that. That's Rocky One. <laughs> no, it's oh my God. Let's move on. Uh it's the worst Rocky. In my opinion, but some people think it's the best Rocky. Yeah, okay? Tony does because he's a fucking dunce. A lot of weirdos think it's the best Rocky. They're wrong. Yeah, they're very Rockies wrong. get ranked this yeah. way: Rocky one, two, Balboa three, five, four. That's the way you rank the Rockies. You can't throw the creeds in, but if you were to throw them in, 
they would be better than Rocky Four. Yes. Uh, I I can't explain why I like this song. I don't. E- this is I don't even really like this song as much as I like some of the it's other. It's got ones. kind of a hook. It does have a. It has yeah. a good hook. I like yeah. the choir and thrown in. Yeah. Yeah, it's a hook. I, I yeah. that part. I again, yeah. if it wasn't for the fucking production, right? I would. This I, has less of that production in it than yeah. The, the drums than the songs sound. The drums so sound far. better, especially after the fucking bad. News and there's beat. less. Yes, bad there's news less beat like sucked. shitty keyboard in yeah. it. Yeah, but I, I'll yeah. say this: com- different than like, I don't mind the chorus. Like what you said about the, everybody's the, rocking though. This is not every song is this. Every song has been different up to this point. They've been the same style mm, and like messy. Mm, yeah, okay. yeah, I don't feel that. I don't right. know. Yeah, they've been. But different to me, this is the first one that's different to me. Really? Yeah. No, they've been different. You don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> you don't know what you're... T- you're a bum, Luke. Anything else? You're a bum. No, not really. This song makes me want to eat lightning and crap thunder. That's all <laughs> I'm going to say. Okay, I, I got something. Well, can we just mention the video real quick? Again, yes. this is yeah, a phenomenal video, video cool for that, for directed by Tim Pope, who did the Wonderin' video. Which is also awesome. It's a one-shot video, and Neil is fucking awesome as a Ron He's Burgundy. He's a wicked good actor. Ron Burgundy-type newscaster. He's it's a wicked really good. good actor. He's a good fucking actor. Let's move on. All right. I got something for this one, Luke, because this reminds me so much of... The intro of this reminds me so much of DC Talk. Really? Oh, my God, and I'll yes. show you what I mean. Maybe most people don't know what DC Talk is. Listen to this. It's like, you know, yeah. King Jesus. He wears the crown. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah He's that's the what only this... king in yeah. town. Well, I was walking down the street right. just the other day, when I saw a fly gal come up to me and say, have you heard Jesus? Accept him in your heart. Oh, yeah. man, I got to rip a cold fart. <laughs> he fills me up. He fills my cup with the promise of a man. And I understand. artificial uh, trumpet solo, though. I don't even think they're trying to make it sound like a trumpet. Yeah. But then, this then is, it goes yeah. Rocky Four again. This is very like R and B eighties. Yeah. But before that, that uh, that hip hop beat. Listen, listen to the beginning again. This is just uh, Zeppelin. All of my love. Kinda. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. A little, eh, a little bit. Not as much as I had originally thought. I think John Paul Jones did a better job with the keyboards. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Because these sound like, these literally sound like they were made by Casio. Hot heaven. Oh, yeah. Hot heaven. <laughs> heaven burn. I mean, this you're is only like, going to make me like it more. This is a fucking <laughs> wedding band. No, this is. This is like, this is someone playing somebody's bar mitzvah. It, it is. is. It is. I'm not. You I'm know, not gonna argue. You know with those you. like '80s videos where, yeah, where it's like you see people spinning and it's like slow mo, but you can see the path. You know. You know what I'm talking about? Where it's like, it's all slow mo, but it's fast motion at the same time, it's, and it's like it this is like feel, Will Ferrell and like neon colors. It feels like, a little Tim and Eric. Yes. yes. Yeah, totally. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's a great way. And then to when put the it. the backup vocals kick in in the middle, it's like out of nowhere, DeBarge, like just fucking does the backup vocals. Do you know where? I can go. Even that intro is sort of like a video game, too. You know? This right, sounds yeah. like a, a video game. It's... This is like the... the That's probably cool. This, this song is so 80s, it has shoulder pads. <laughs> Seriously. There's a members-only patch on this fucking song. There, right here. And those keyboard, the keyboard in the background is terrible. Be good to me. Also, lyrically, not his best song. No. The best line, though. People on the street. 
There it is again, walking with the beat. <laughs> this is the best line in the song. There's a muffled scream from the alley scene. From the alley scene comes a muffled scream. <laughs> and then he gives us nothing but screams for the rest so of the So are album. you saying that this song ain't got no T-bone? <laughs> no, this no, this is like a veggie fucking... It's got mashed potato. I get no, it. this is a veggie turkey leg. Lyrically, that song is better than this song to me. <laughs> <laughs> T-bone. Okay, yeah. that's the one thing I'll agree with you on this album. About. Yeah, the song's not good. Not even mad. These are instant mashed potatoes. This that was one of those songs where I don't even really care to hear it in another hey, format. Great message. <laughs> I get it. Yeah, people on the street need a place to go. Definitely, I agree. Seriously, you know, homeless, Steve, the homeless it, problem. It worse. I know. Well, I'm saying it like I'm hearing it. Hey guys. Hey, excuse me. Can I have everyone's attention? People on the street need a place to go. The video to this one also, we didn't. I don't think we got to see this one. He's wearing a white tux with tails, purple cummerbund, and purple sunglasses, and just doing the whole Vegas thing. He's he's tap dancing. Yeah, you know, and he's got three backup singer guys in black tuxes I I with mustaches. But he's in he's in like this. I think train someone posted yard. a screenshot of it yeah, on the Facebook. He's, he's in a train yard and it looks like shit. Yeah, John Locke did. You know, no, it's, did there's like it's terrible background, but he's all like glitzy and stuff and the backup singer guys are all glitzy and everything. Because people on the street need a place to they go. They need Mike. a fucking place to go, Luke. It's like that uh that Don't com- kill the fucking machine. That community scene, the scene from Community Russ where he that the college kids like you don't need to yell. No one is on the other side of this issue. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, Neil. Yeah. We, yeah, yeah. No one's against you here, Neil. Yeah, like, everyone we agree that you. people on the street need, they a, place need a place to go. To go. Yeah. <laughs> We're all with you, man. We're all with you, man. You don't need to fucking tell us over and over again behind all right, shitty people. Let's go to hard luck stories. All right, but real quick, what's worse, this or Bad News Beat? Between bad people beat. on the street? I still bad think news Bad News Beat is worse. At least I can dance to this one. Yeah. Okay, show us. All right, play it. No. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Ready? <laughs> oh, yeah, flying the airplane. There you go. Landed on some water, though. No, that's old ways. Wrong. <laughs> Is that good? Do you like that? Did I do it for you? That's fair. All right. This is why it's a podcast and not a vlog. It's the Pointer Sisters. This is infomercial music. How would you like to take yeah. advantage? Yeah, Such imagine a great this, imagine like a science like, channel. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine Rick and Morty doing something behind this yeah. music. Oh, oh absolutely. Yeah. yeah. When assembling your typewriter deluxe 3004, remember, oh my God. you're going to need to hold the R key down twice. <laughs> hey, everybody! <laughs> oh, it's more like, wait, it started again. I blew, I'm gone, Luke. We're happy you've made the decision uh, to yeah. become part of the Chili's family. <laughs> Here at Chili's, we like it's, to be a family restaurant. It's instructional video. In the next three videos, we'll show you how to be... The best customer service representative for Chili's. <laughs> it reminds me of I've been obviously I've been watching the Dave Chappelle thing and that whole uh, that whole thing. Where pop they copy. The, yeah, the oh pop my god. Copy. Yeah. <laughs> because fuck you. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> 
I just it just makes me think of like a like a Rick and Morty skit or something like hey everybody uh, uh, welcome to uh welcome to papers plus penis papers plus. Uh, we all your paper penis needs you can put your penis in a paper you can turn your penis uh, into a paper uh, your your paper could be your penis oh my god just it's so, just terrible yeah yeah it's just there's nothing good about it um He's got a lot of newspapery themes on this album. Well, the news is this album sucks. <laughs> but why is it called Landing on Water? Why wouldn't he call it like... You know why? Because I believe Sully Sullenberger's oh water landing was the only successful water landing in the history of aviation. When was that? That can't be true. I don't know. You got a Guggenheim. I got a Guggenheim. This, is that true? Successful water landings or something. Yeah. The water, the water landing is like the last resort thing because they're never successful. So is that why this is called landing on water? Because maybe this was his last resort to like stick with Geffen because like... he knew he was going to die. <laughs> well, he didn't. No, no, he didn't. But the plane fucking crashed. I mean, well, that was two thousand nine. I think landing on water. I think he named this landing on water because he said he was on a plane and he was looking. You guys have have you guys flown? You guys have flown, right? So they have that little leaflet thing in there. You flip through. It shows all the safety procedures. And it shows in the the rare case of a water landing. Mike, I'm familiar with the... Oh, okay. Yeah. Welcome to Delta Airlines. In the case that this flight goes down, you're going to need to remember three things. In the unlikely case of of emergency. There won't be any wooden ships to rescue your ass because the hippie dream is dead. We hope you enjoy your trip wherever your destination is. And please remember, people on the street need a place to go. (laughs) Please consider donating to the Delta Fund. And now, a short video on how to die. I could do that all day. Yeah, the Sully thing was 2009, I believe. Yeah, and I think that was like the only successful water landing of of a commercial airliner. Wow. Because it's, it's really considered to be almost impossible. That's why that was such a huge deal, that nobody died. Yeah. Mm. And then people complained. That's my favorite thing about that story. Oh, people my God. Complained. People fucking... Com- I know, right? The it's guy per- basically performed a miracle. Yeah. It's unfucking believable. All right. Let's keep... Let's, we got to yeah, get, let's, that. Let's we gotta get through on, this then. here. Oh, shit. There we go. There it is, Russ. <laughs> I like that. Personally. I do, too. I really like it. Yeah, that okay. one I don't mind because he's not like playing it like it, over and over. Yeah, over yeah. and over again, like it's. A... I gotta, I gotta tell you, I, I like this is one of the songs I kind of like. I this, actually don't yeah. hate this one. Either. I like this a lot, but it sounds like a weird Al song to me. Yeah, well, I wrote, hey, I got a problem too, Neil Young, and it's these fucking <laughs> shitty drums Jesus and the Christ, goddamn Russ. production. How do you feel about the fucking drums and the fake bass? But again, look, hold on, leave that because they're like the drumming itself is good, right? Like he does a little solo thing after the stops and stuff. You gotta leave it, let it go to the cold sweat part. Yeah. Because we were just talking about him. There's a shadow again. Yeah. I'm Peter Pan. You think that's what that is? A reference to Eternal Youth? Maybe. Here it comes. Dancing to all these songs, Mike. But they're 80s dance hits. Yeah, so that, you know, this 
It sounds like that Hawaiian co- punch commercial that uh, Mother's Bot did. Kind of. Did you ever watch does that? It, does it really? You it, think so? A little bit, but not quite as... Uh, I didn't very watch it. Sugar will kill you. <laughs> Guitar is nice there, though. Yeah. This The last I three songs on this album... In a cold sweat. Are the ones I, I like the most out of okay. this whole album. Like this one, I like that riff. It reminds me, I said this on the Make It Stop podcast. It reminds me of a song by X called The Unheard Music. He okay. may have heard that at the time because that was around that same time. X Maybe or King's early. X? Just X, not the King. <laughs> Queen's Gambit, by the way, fantastic. Great, Thank right? You for the recommendation. Dude, on I bought oh, it. Did you watch it? Yeah. Russ. Yeah, yeah fantastic. So She's good. amazing. Yeah. She's yeah. so good. Yeah. I bought Just it. the way it's done, everything about it was fucking. Right. I bought a chess clock. Did you know really? you didn't? Yes, I did. Did you really? Yes, and it's so much fun to play <laughs> with it. Such a door. I fucking I could never understand. I'll, I'll bring it that. out here after we're done. We should recording. do it for a podcast. Yeah. So like my, once we start talking, my, you got to hit the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> my son. So my son watched too, but my son gets way into shit. It also like, does your daughter play video games? Not at all. Do you play video games? No. Nope. Okay, so no. then you don't. Ha- so I grew up playing Mario Kart and Golden. Okay. And then I got my son a Nintendo sixty four. It is goddamn depressing when he gets better. And now I, I don't even hold a candle to him at these games that I grew up playing. But chess, I've always been really, really good at. And I mean, not compared to the fucking oh, really? pros, but I've been hmm. a pretty good chess player. So my son, I was like all getting cocky. He's 13, by the way. There's no way I should get cocky about beating a 13-year-old in chess. No, but then we not? got the chess clock. Then the next day, he beat me in four moves. Then we played again, and he beat me right away again. And I'm like, what the hell happened? Beat you in four moves? He stayed up all night researching chess and, like, literally, like, watching chess videos. Did he replay games on the ceiling in his (laughs) Probably. He's got one of those minds, man. Like, he hears something in a TV show, and he he goes to the piano and just plays it. Really? It's pretty cool. Yeah. He's like well, has you have one to of those exploit that nuts. for everything. Oh, going to start yeah, giving totally. him tranquilizers at bedtime. <laughs> yeah, we already do. Oh, good. oh, good. Yeah. good, good. You got any like? No, this song. I on. this song I actually don't mind. I kind of like it. Yeah, I, just, I like the riff to it, yeah. and the lyrics aren't great. I just wish there was a real bass. Yeah, right. It's that doom 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 doom. You know, it just sounds like shit. The only person sucks. that's allowed to play fake bass is Getty Lee, but that's because he's already playing keyboard. Yeah, because he's playing time. keyboard. Right. Jeez. Yeah. Um, do you want to move on or do you got yeah. anything else about this? Yeah, I, yeah. whatever. People, a lot of people wrote that they liked this song. I love this song. Yeah. I actually love this song? I legitimately like this song. Okay. This is like the little wing of this album. You know, the, the one thing that would bring me back to it. But that bass, listen to that fucking... Ch- just drives me nuts. I want to hear this song without that. So this is where the Devo influence comes in. Very Devo. Talking heads a little bit. I wish the guitar was was louder because the guitar in this song is pretty good. I I like the the tempo dynamics of this. Keep waiting for him to get to it. It's right here. Yeah, this is very Devo. Almost B fifty two ish a little bit. The, the video for this one too was 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 awesome. Yes, old Lionel Switch returns. Yeah. And he's take, just way more nerd in the woods. He's like classic eighties Revenge of the Nerds style. Oh, yeah. Nerd. yeah, but I, I like that tune. Almost um, Moranis esque. Yeah, and you know the the 
the context around this is that he had just gotten off the phone with the lawyer who was dealing with that lawsuit we mentioned earlier about that woman who was in Human Highway. And so he was dealing with that, and he was dealing with the Geffen lawsuit, and he wrote this one in the studio. Oh, really? Okay. This was him. This is like one of those quickie Neil Young wrote it in 20 minute Mm. kind of thing. And so, you know, it's maybe the theme for the album, in my opinion. Like he was under pressure. He's under pressure to deliver for Geffen. He's under pressure on water, essentially. You know, yeah, he has to and live. You know, he's he's in charge of like this whole thing. And And honestly, I think he did. And I know that you guys disagree with with that but i think he made an album that was true to himself and true to what the label wanted and i think that was probably very hard considering where he was coming from i i think he really pulled it off with this i think that other than the what they did with the drums and the fake bass i would not i would feel much differently but but i can't get past it just sonically my ears it, I just can't. But you got to go back to that time period. I understand that, and, and that's why that's why I said that because I'm think I think he pulled it off in the sense like he delivered what Geffen probably well, that's what wanted, I said about but trans. still made it true to himself. And that's what I said about trans was that that was very of the time, but felt really more much more genuine. And also, trans had well, like, trans like an Inca, which I like. Trans a lot, wasn't so, so of the. So much of the time, like this is trans. Was okay, like, yeah, hey, you're right. It wasn't craft as work was still yeah. very yeah. underground stuff at right. that time. Yeah. But this is like super commercial. Like you say, like he pulled it off. I think he thought this is what people wanted to hear, right? And I don't think because it wasn't successful at all. Okay, it, it didn't. It hardly sold anything. So he didn't land on water. No, he he died. <laughs> yeah, the plane blew up. Everybody died. Well, not according <laughs> to the album cover, they didn't. He he said something about that. He was like, "Look at those people. They don't even have a chance." I <laughs> <laughs> was so shaky. I think he was describing the album cover there. See, I love that guitar, but that keyboard ruins it. Ruins the whole thing. But this is basically. The song where Neil tells everybody to fuck off. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't care what you think oh, about I'm this sorry. album. People like Drifter more than yeah. Pressure. Yeah. It's funny to me that you like the last three songs more, because I, I really connect with the first half of this album more. I don't know what it is. These are these are fine to me, but they're not. I like the first half more. I think it's just sonically. Okay. I like them better, and I think they're just better songs. Who's and that? This, this song that's, this, oh, that's this Danny is the Korchmar one that has yeah, Steve sure it is. This is the one that has the electric. It's kind of nice. Do you have a place where it is? No. This but is just this is right him here. Like yeah, there you go. This is kind of like a don't be denied. A little bit, kind yeah. Of telling this is this is what I'm all about, and you can kind of yeah. hear the drums aren't as bad. Yeah, that's why I like the last three songs because it, it but sounds still more like the a guitar band. was louder there. But again, it's the the shitty '80s keyboard, you know, and that's you know both Neil and Danny 
Korchmar are responsible for that. They Neil wanted it to sound like that. Neil was playing keyboards on this album too. And it's just yeah. I think it's just that's what really turns me off about it is just the, the production. Totally. And the poor songwriting on some of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, we're at the end of it. We yeah, got thank it, God. Mike. I don't. We've had to, you know, Russ, Luke, and I have had to talk about this album like a lot, and yeah. I feel like I feel it's kind of like the election, and not just because Trump lost. It's just it's over. It's done, and I'm glad it's gone. That's so funny that you said that. I I thought about making that and now that fucking. Oh, it's totally almost the analogy. same feeling. Of course, it's not as strong. I feel a little stronger about the election, but yeah, it's like sure, of it's course. like. I don't ever have to talk about this album again. Right. Unless Neil calls up and says, I want to talk about Landing on Water. I'll be like, okay, that's going to be a short interview. I hope he does. Because <laughs> I'm going to be honest and on his side. Well, yeah, you'll him. be on his side. And I'll be like, well, quite frankly, Neil. <laughs> Everybody's rocking, though, would not be on your side, Neil. This one, we're buds. But you know what? At least it didn't put me to sleep like Hawks and Doves did. Okay. You know what I'm saying? That's why I'm saying you get that reaction. Like this gets this heated reaction out of me. I'm I like, did like God damn it. Impression's pretty good. Okay, that's great. But still, and Hawks and Dogs, I'm just kind of like, eh. you said I still dogs like again. Oh, did I really? <laughs> that's the better version of Hawks and Dogs. I still like Hawks and Dogs more than this. Um, <laughs> I do too. But I do. I like this more than the last three. Is there? There's nothing you. Uh, this is your least favorite up to this point, right? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, me too. I'd, I'd probably rather go back to Hawks and Dogs. Mine's everybody's rocking. Just personally. Oh. I like this. You ready? Oh, God. I like this more than Comes a Time. Do you really? Yeah. That's, For real? For that's real. bananas. Wow. Yeah. I just... Oh, that's bananas. I don't know why. And it's just this point in my life, and maybe I'll feel differently later. I certainly felt differently earlier. The song Comes a Time, I like... I bet if you listen to like some of the stuff we have coming up, like ra- sure. like Ragged Glory or Harvest Moon. Sure. And then you listen to this right after those, you'd be totally. like, Jesus, what was I thinking? Right? Well, when yeah. I fr- like I said, when I first put this on, I'm like, ugh, I do not like this. And it just, something has grown on me. Yeah, I don't know. It's called a tumor. <laughs> a tumor. <laughs> it's not a tumor. <laughs> it's a tumor. <laughs> All right, let's do, our, uh, let's do our top three. Oh, Jesus. Well, I'll tell you, my, number one for me is Pressure. Number two is I've got a problem. Number three is Drifter. Okay. That's my top three. My top three are the first three. Oh, God. Really? Yeah, my third. Those are, the, those are like the worst. Uh, my third is Way to the World. My second is Violent Side. And my number one is Hippie Dream. And I don't know how that happened. But I just wow. I just connected with them. We're like me. opposite. I know. It's weird. Yeah. Oh, man. I... <laughs> Do you not know how to pick your top three? You gonna play some shit? I don't know. I think when selecting your top three, what you're gonna want to do. <laughs> oh, that was the one with the Seinfeld, the the ba- the fake bass Seinfeld at the top. <laughs> That's right, it was. Um, I'm more. I think. Hey, ass man! <laughs> Sorry, I just had to say that. Maybe Hippie Dream is three. Um. And then, and then, and then, Hippie Dreams 3, <laughs> Pressure. Are you just making this longer? He's just picking you, them at random. I you got like a, the pain, I got a don't you? You like the pain. 
I got a problem. Maybe dream one. pressure. I got a problem. Yeah, I like I got a problem. Okay. What's your cut? Bad news beat for sure. I think it's the same for me. Yeah, bad news beat. Um, no, you know what? I'm gonna go with hard luck stories because yeah, that one sucks too. Hard luck stories. Well, when this is spinning your cuts off. <laughs> when torturing a member of ISIL, make sure landing on water is at ten on the volume knob. Make sure you have a notepad and pen ready to take notes. Two minutes into Hard Luck Stories, he'll be spilling his guts. Oh, my God. Were you going to do the close with that? (laughs) Then we ruined your bit. Sorry. No, no, no. I I was just saying that. What's next next week? Or next week? I don't know. Yeah, next week. The next one is uh, Life. And that was his last Geffen album. I don't know Life at all. And that's why he called it. Well, it's similar to this, but he did it with Crazy Horse. Okay. And I'm excited. um, But it still has a little bit of this in it. I, I don't think I've ever listened to life. There's a song on there called Long Walk Home, which is pretty good. It's kind of Jack Nietzsche-ous. All right. Yes. I'm excited. Yes. I'm very excited to get into it. Yeah. So, um, but we're getting closer to freedom. Nice. <laughs> Actually, I... Well, uh, this... the Well, before freedom, life it was the is Blue all, Notes, right? I don't know. This Notes see. for you? Yes. We're entering like very life unfamiliar then, territory to me. Life and then Neil Young and the Blue Notes. Yeah, I love that album. Chronologically, this is the last vinyl this I have. This Notes for you. I don't have anything past here. Really? Yeah. I got, I'm going to get some more, but... Head over to Rietta Ranch there. I'm sure you'll find like something. Last, this past Sunday was their last Sunday. Well, oh, really? Yeah, life was... Jack Nietzsche is back producing in that yeah. one. Yeah. With Briggs. Right. And Crazy Horse is back, but it's still... Yeah, right. It's still... Um, hmm. It's still got a little landing on water to it. I have, I, I'm, I don't think, I really don't know if I've ever listened to it at all. Well, it should be an adventure. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, we, uh, we made it through landing on water. Yeah. Thank God it's over. I never have to listen or talk about this album ever again. We do have a little bonus for everyone. I don't know when it's coming out. If it's going to be out later today or mm-hmm. tomorrow, or if it's already out. But uh, we got to. Talk to Danny Korchmar, the cooch. Yeah, we Thanks did talk to the, to Danny the guy who, for... um, who was partially responsible for landing yeah. on water. And he gave us his opinion. Yep. And how right his opinion was. That's right. And he, uh, told, us, and he told us how to listen to music. Yes, he did. Yeah. Uh, I will say about Danny Korchmar, it's, it's really great that he, we got to interview him. Yeah, yeah. he's done a lot. The guy's, the guy's he's, a He's prolific. a fucking legend. He yeah. is a legend. He played with Carol King, helped write some of her songs. Yeah. He's played with James Taylor. John Lennon. Yeah, John Lennon. Yeah. I mean, and the and his solo album, Cooch, is actually really good. It's really fucking like, good. Like, if you like Little Feet, then you'll like Cooch. Uh, that's a great, that's yeah. a great analogy. It's very, yeah, yeah, yeah. very kind of funky like that. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah. And he's a great musician. Yeah. And a, and somewhat of a good producer. And he's got his opinions. and He, he certainly does. And, and we had ours, and we had yes. us a conversation, and you will hear that on the next on the ap- episode after this. On the bonus episode. Yeah. Will you play instructional video music behind it the whole time? No, but do you want me to? <laughs> the interview. But, no, but Mike, do you want to take us out? Go sure. ahead. Thanks for being part of the Long May You Young family. We hope this video was informative and that you learned a little something about yourself. We'd like to thank the Pantheon Podcast Network and also all the youngsters out there. Thank you for your support. We'd also like the, to thank the Catherine T. 
<laughs> or what was, I'm trying to do the NPR thing. <laughs> I don't know what that means. All right, bye everyone. And the generosity uh, like of the Joan Crock. And viewers like you. And viewers like you. <laughs> Thank you. And birds. No, no, but that does not burp well. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.